yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? I OW Sports episode 122. We in the building. It's your boy, Wildcard Mars, Detroit Mail, the big homie. What up, though? What up, though? What's up, how my brothers? How, how y'all doing today, man? Doing it, man. We doing it. I know. I, I think it's I think we all kind of like uh, another day, another day. It's <laughs> Thursday. Um, and man, it's been crazy and busy down here in Carolina. The rain's been off the chain, work was crazy, so. I feel y'all pain, brothers. Where? I feel y'all pain. Where? Carolina oh, blue, Carolina. <laughs> Carolina blue, y'all. <laughs> no. Um, as always, uh, we're happy to here to join you guys today. Um, let's get the preliminary shut out of the way. Y'all know the deal. Y'all going over to your respective app stores. Go get the IOW Network app. That's available in the Google Play Store as well as the Apple Store as well. Um do us a big favor thanks to the big homie nick shine he had put together our facebook uh public group so if right, you are right, a sports right. head and you like to talk a little little chatter debates give your own takes that's the place to do it at iow sports network on facebook um we also got the twitter the instagram we got it all you can get our podcast everywhere wherever you get your podcast needs I mean, it, we are everywhere, man. We right. are everywhere. <laughs> no. shout, and shout out to my boy Eric with his um, children's book um, entitled A Boy Named Milk Dud. A Boy Named Milk Dud? Yeah. Milk Dud? Milk Dud. Uh, <laughs> it, it, like, is he a chocolate boy? I guess so. Yeah, he's a black dude. <laughs> He, no, I'm just. I'm, no, I'm I mean just black so as in. I, I mean, like, yeah, I mean black. Yeah, black guy. I mean, I mean black as in like you, like you. you know. Oh see, my bad. See, see. <laughs> too much. That's why Nick's my favorite because I don't fuck with you. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Finally, anyway. I'm favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make. I don't a need you, mom. <laughs> I'm trying to make a distinction. Hey guys, is there any way you can turn the volume up on your end? You're very, very faint on my end. In the uh, uh, you guys. How about that? Is that loud enough? Is that better? Or was it just me? Both of us are faint. You said both of us are very faint? Yeah. Because my mic is very loud. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. Either way, why 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 you why you work out the technical difficulties over there, tech guy? Um, let's, see, let's take them out, put them back in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Um, we're gonna get the conversation started because uh, that's what we came here to do. Um, we got a um, a good lineup today. Um, of course, there's some uh, some news out of University of Michigan. We'll let Mel kind of uh, go into that. Um, uh, got some uh, some serious stuff to talk about with that. Right, right. Um, of course, you got um, you know round two, divisional round of the NFL playoffs this week, and um, and and crazy enough, I w- I wasn't gonna go, but the old lady surprised me, and uh, we're headed out to um, to Kansas City. What up, Jay? Are Everybody you? Got- Hold up, Jay. Jay Big Train, Cold Train, uh, uh, one of the members of the Man Down Podcast uh, Network. Y'all definitely go check them out, man. Shout out to my boy, Jay, uh, fellow Chiefs fan. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't supposed to go, but uh, I wasn't even thinking about it, honestly. I guess oh, I Oh, man, that's great. You get to watch their last game of the season. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he went there. <laughs> bang, bang, <laughs> we're starting early. I see, I see. 
Um, you know, I, I won I, you over with this, but now I'm gonna shit on your team. <laughs> I, I know you were my favorite. Now I don't like neither one of y'all motherfuckers now. So I, um, <laughs> but no, it, it it was crazy because um, uh, I wasn't even thinking about it. And uh, the old lady, I guess I turned her into a, to, to that much of a Chiefs fan. She was like, I really want to go because we haven't been to a game in like since like 2016. She's like, I need to go. And I'm like, oh, you picked the okay, playoff baby. time. Whatever makes you hey, happy, right? Hey, you know me. I'm not going to turn it down. So I'm like, oh, okay. So so uh, we'll be heading out awesome. Saturday morning. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. So we're headed out Saturday morning. Um, we're going to head to KC. And uh, she got us pretty good seats. So we're going to be uh, enjoying um, a good playoff game. Win or lose. It's my first time seeing Mahomes live. Um, so oh yeah, that's yeah, good. first time seeing Mahomes live. Uh, we're gonna tailgate, and and honestly, I think that's on the agenda one day for all three of us. I gotta get you guys to a tailgate in, in uh, Arrowhead Stadium, man. You guys will have a fucking ball next time the Jets um, go out. I'm in. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna waste money uh, watching the Jets, but uh, well, it's a guaranteed I mean, win for you. Yeah, it's a guaranteed win, but uh, <laughs> hey, that's actually not a bad, bad decision, bad choice. But no, um, I really wanted to get you guys' take because I had this conversation on uh, the late night show the other day, and um, so I'm gonna play this clip, and I, I think uh, Nick might have seen this, but I don't know if you did, man. So this is a college coach. Okay. Offensive lineman at the University of Miami, where he won a couple of national championships. Here's Jackson on the return and pushed out of bounds at about the 25 yard line. Let's check out our Nissan Heisman watch. Uh, Coach Lake. One of the coaches there is getting his players back. It's one of those oh, things. And right here, you look at Jimmy Lake. He's the heck. Oh. He's making sure that his guys stay back. Oh, wow. So I played that clip because the coach at Washington eventually got suspended for that action, for uh, making contact with his player's head, and eventually got fired for that. Now, here's Bruce Arians this past week. Comes in. He's pretty excited. He... Takes a whack at Adams. And I don't know if he's. He just got fined $50,000. He'll keep his job. Of course he will. So uh, I'm a pro and a kid, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my thing is, is that this would be, um, especially you as a, as a coach, Nick, I really wanted to get your take on this. Um, is it ever acceptable to strike your player? No. Okay. No. Uh, during the COVID year, 2020, uh, Nick's program didn't have a football season. They decided to to bail on it. <clears throat> and uh, one of uh, my buddies uh, played for a neighboring town uh, that still had the season. And one of their coaches at the end of the game, coach made horrific calls the whole game and uh, put the kids in a bad situation. And he went out there at the end of the game and they popped one of his kids twice in the head and I was ready to go fight the guy. Like I was yelling from the bleachers like about your piece of shit and, and everything. I didn't even have a kid in the program, but just seeing that I was ready to go to war. Yeah. And and I think I brought the conversation up because, and I definitely wanted to get you guys taken. I get yours in a second, man. But I'm just of the belief you can be a real 
you know, black and white coach, as in there's no gray area. It's this way, it's that way. You can be stern, you can be direct, you can be, you know, a real hard-nosed coach. But you ain't got to put your hands on your players, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and maybe I'm exaggerating, but my thing is, is if the college coach gets fired and Bruce Arians does the same exact thing, only gets a $50,000 fine, I'm thinking that it should have been at least um, probably a little bit more money or, or at least on the table, hey, man, maybe at the end of the year we take your resignation papers. Maybe I'm exaggerating because my thing is, is I'm looking at it from the player's point of view. Had Adams turned around and socked the shit out of Bruce Arians, he would have been off the team, possibly blackballed at the league. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a real to me it's it's a real um it's a real messed up kind of situation where this coach is getting away with making contact with a player. I understand his intent. He's trying to say, hey, Adams, don't get the penalty, you don't get the 15 yard penalty, but you you can't go about that another way. You know, you ain't got to, you know, physically put your hands on another man. And, and I don't know, man. It's, it's to me, it's, I thought it was uncalled for. I thought it wasn't even necessary. There's other ways to go about it, man. It's, it's 15 yards is 15 yards. But to to me, it's, it's, it's a line of respect um, because, you know, it, some people are going to react different. If that player turns around and be like, yo, what you hit me for? And, and now you got a situation, it's it's – it's not going to go in a, in a good way for their player, but just slapping Arians on the wrist for a $50,000 fine. I'm like, okay, I guess they're just going to go about their business. What do you think about this situation now? Um, I don't know, man. Like I said, a lot of things went through my head when I first saw, you know, first, the easiest thing to say, well, one was black, one was white. Was it a racial component to it? You know, that was one of the easiest thing to say. And then I started thinking about if I was in that situation, as a player, um, you in the heat of the mat, heat of the moment. I mean, I play sports. I seen coaches do some crazy stuff that I didn't like, and initially you, I'll take it until you can't take it anymore. You know, sometimes I think like that was like the first incident. I might not overreact as a player because you know, understand that sometimes you in that heat of the moment and things happen, and you just kind of like tapped him on the head. He ain't really. To me, I mean, I wasn't there, and it seemed like he really swung at it, swung at it, you know what I mean, so to speak. So I think I wouldn't have been as as offended, me personally. Now, mm-hmm. on a coach's end, yeah, you shouldn't be hitting another player. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't get to the point where you have to hit another player. But at the same time, I understand when you and I hit a moment and you're excited, you're like, come on, man, come on, you know, and you you, you react. Now, you still got to look at, I think Nick kind of alluded to us earlier, college level, pro level. You know what I'm saying? There are some difference in there of how the discipline is going to happen because Bruce Arians being a, a pro coach is a little yeah. different than being a college coach. And in the middle of a playoff run. In the middle of a playoff run. You know what I'm saying? How the how the response is going to be for a discipline action. So I mean, you gotta look at. I think you gotta look at all those things. I can't. We can't just. I don't think you can just paint it with a broad stroke. You know, say that's, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm saying that's fair enough. Yeah. So it's it's, it's difficult. Now, if you had two pro or two coach, the two college coaches, I think it's a little more easier to make a comparison. 
But since they had two different levels, it's still kind of hard to say, okay, this definitely should have happened to the college coach like it happened to the pro coach. Because even on the player's end, how things ha- happen with college players and happen with pro players are different because of, you know, where they are in their respective games. But, I mean, just as a general sense, you would say that a coach should not be uh, attacking another player. Okay. All right. I just wanted to get you guys' take on that. I, I, and I'm not trying to blow it up and exaggerate the situation. Right, I'm right, just right. I'm just looking at it as in, you know, what, what would the repercussions look like had Adams turned around and, and turned that into a, a bigger situation? And it would have been worse. It would have been worse. It would have been okay. worse. You know, and that's why you try not – that's why you shouldn't – to a degree, hit another man. Period. Unless you you were expected to get hit back. You yeah, and, and 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 that was my initial thought. I'm like, well, you know, hey, from man to man, because hey, you know, just because they are in the professional setting of the of the NFL, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they grown men at this point. Yeah. And so that my initial react is, yo, man, I'm I'm a grown ass man. You put your hands on me, you better be ready to scrap. You, right. You know, that's that's my initial thought. Because mm-hmm. like it's a it's a line of, of respect. It's right. a line of of, of of respect to me as a man. I respect you as a man. I'm I'm expecting the same in, in return. So and, that's and, why that's what my thought was. And I agree. And then you gotta look at too. There's already a culture a culture already established in 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 sports as far as the coach player hierarchy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so you gotta look at it from that standpoint too. The coach is always looked at. For lack of better words, I'm the boss. Listen to what I'm telling you to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's that's even that's on all levels of sports. Mm-hmm. It's all it's almost like that hierarchy is already established. And sometimes it goes to some coaches' heads and they think they can kind of step over the line and do something. And do whatever things. they want. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then like I said, you still gotta add in the fact that you wouldn't hear in the moment. I hear you. And I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying those things are are different, um, you know, portions to that the particular thing that's going on. Yeah, and they happen. They, I mean, uh, but um, a quick question, Nick: Is there something to really look at with Arians? Because this is, uh, you know, a couple of situations in the last couple of weeks with two different players. Like, is, is there something there, or, or or maybe I'm just spitballing just a little bit too much? I gotta know the context. Like, I gotta hear the audio with it. Is it? Hey, get your fucking head in the game. Mm-hmm. Or is it you fucking more? You know what I mean? Are you attacking yeah. the guy? Are you like trying to like yo? I, yeah, I do see, it with my like son. that right my there. My son does some dumb shit. I give him a little pop in the head. Like yo, get your that head. That right, right, right there. That right there. Well, I, I don't think I would take offense to that. You like man, get your head in the game. You know, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of I got to hear the You right. You know, you right. right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know well, what I mean? It's, it's well, I don't well, think it's as black as white. Here, let me add some context to it because Aaron's was asked about it Monday in an interview. Okay. And uh, a reporter was like, hey, do you expect any kind of repercussions for striking Adams? And his response was, um, you know, I'm just trying to get the man to to stop, you know, getting involved in extracurricular shit after the whistle so he doesn't get a 15-yard penalty. Mm-hmm. So that, if that adds so to the context, line of, hey, get your head in the game. We don't need this right okay. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can respect that. If it's a college thing, it's different. If it's below that, it's even worse. Right. I, I think if you're – Dealing with kids you're an adult and, and, and you're in the league. Obviously, they're all adults, right? Mm-hmm. I, I got to hear the audio with it. If right. it's degrading a player, it's different than correcting a player and mm-hmm. maybe just like, hey, get your head in the game. You know, like you hit a guy on the back, hey, move your ass. And you right. hit him in, in the tush. 
right. it's for emphasis, right? It's mm -hmm. not an assault. So I, I don't and then know. the force behind it is different. Yeah, I can't really speak too much to it, but I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm just trying to trying to trying to get, you know, different perspectives on it, because, you know, especially when I have to hear the audio with it to yeah. really fully have a stance. So, like, I don't want to go too hard either way. Yeah. No, hey, hey, understandable, because I just wanted to at least kind of get your opinion on it, you being as a coach. And then, of course, I'm all about it. Let there be as much fucking turmoil on Tampa. as. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hint of who I'm picking this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another guy that's in uh, 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 kind of dealing with a little bit of media fire right now. Um, Dak Prescott. Um, mm. uh, he he had some uh, some choice words to say um, after the game, and then um, a couple of days ago, um, kind of backtracked a little bit and, and did finally apologize, but. Um, I just want to kind of give everybody context on the situation, but this is what he said. No, I didn't see that. Um, that's sad. Uh, I mean, you're, you're talking about a team, you're talking about men that come out each and every day of their lives and uh, give everything to the sport, um, give everything to this game of football. Um, nobody wants to succeed more than we want to succeed. I understand fans and, and, and the word fan for fanatic. I get that. But um, to know everything that we put into this day in and day out, try our hardest. Um, nobody comes in, in the game wanting or expecting expecting to lose. And um, for, for people to react that way when you're supposed to be a supporter um, and, and be with us through thick and thin, uh, th that's tough. So do you have that? Said said his little piece about uh, Sunday's game after uh, the loss to the 49ers. You know, most most of those um, Cowboys fans felt uh, Cowboys fans and and players. Coaches included, Mike McCarthy kind of alluded to a little, uh, you know, a little, little ref, little issues in the game. And I get it. Referees, you know, can sometimes uh, intervene themselves in the game. Um, and I'm assuming they're referring to the ball placement in that last play. Mm -hmm. But um, what you guys make of those comments? Go ahead, Nick. Like you got something on your mind. Uh, I mean, he... Uh... He said something in the heat of the moment. He regretted it. And then, you know, I'm not a Cowboy fan. Everybody knows that. But I'm a fan of Dak, the person. Mm -hmm. So whether he was coerced to do it or did it voluntarily on his own after hearing what people said, it's the right move. You know, I think we've all said something in the heat of battle that, that we regret or after, you know, during an emotional moment. I'm the, I know I have. I'm, I got a mouth like a motherfucker. Oh, really? What? Never, really? never do that. Yeah, I hide it. you know look, about a person. You look at the Breaking news. Nick Sean has a mouth on him. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you look at the situation. Yeah, you don't want to see people throwing shit. And it's probably all these fucking young idiots trying to get their Instagram videos or their TikToks and fucking doing stupid outlandish shit. <laughs> I hope they fucking get video and fucking arrest and ban every fucking person who threw something. You don't throw shit like that. You're throwing bottles of beer down at yeah, the field. Yeah, bottles of beer. Come on, man. 
Yeah, I mean, you heard it hit Lawrence's yeah. helmet. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. did y'all see the clip when he, when Demarcus mm-hmm. Lawrence he yeah. put his helmet like, like, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deflect it was headed right to him, man. Yeah, it's just. I'm not going to trash Cowboys fans. I'm not going to. It's just. It's. I think it's just oh, a generational thing, man. It's people. People are just awful. <laughs> people suck. Everything in life just goes back to people suck. <laughs> hey, hey, you're not going to get an argument with, with with me on that one. Um, I think as as a whole as society, um, there's a lot of stuff that needs to get corrected. Um, it's not like how it used to be, where it, wrong is wrong, right is right, and Everybody, and I get, we're three individuals. We're going to have our different kind of forms of morality. But for the mm-hmm. most part, I think we all are, are in line with majority issues. You know what I'm saying? And and we're going to have small, little, minor difference, differences right. to certain things. But I think there just needs to be a, a real concrete thing across the board. They'd be like, hey, mm-hmm. this shit is fucking wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and everything on the side on the other side is right. You know, it, 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 I, I just think that there, there should be some kind of uniformity with that and just kind of let everybody kind of follow that certain guideline and certain things you kind of personally feel what is right, like choices, like mm-hmm. vaccination. That's a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I nobody should be bombarded for their choice where they set out on a vaccination line. Right. But when it comes to certain things like rape, murder, you know, uh, stealing and, and doing wrong to others. I think we ought to be aligning. That shit's wrong. So, right. um, yeah, but you got to look you th- at this this young generation. Uh, adding on to what you just said, it's a good point. This young generation has been taught they can open their mouth, voice their opinions on the internet, and there's no repercussions. Mom and dad don't spank them. They feel they can get away with everything. So now, when they go out in public, there's never been repercussions for little Billy. Right. You know, so now they take what they do online and bring that into personal life. Well, you're going to get your fucking jaw broken one day because someone's going to do to you what your mom and dad should have done. And that was put you in your place. And that's more of a of a generational thing. I know it's a very broad topic and open up a can of worms. Yeah, you really but about capital punishment. This, this generation, man, they, they, they don't have respect for people in certain ways. Some do, not everybody, you know, mm-hmm. don't want to paint with a board brush. But the yeah. ones that don't, the ones that want to humiliate people and get their TikTok, man, they, I'm all for them getting fucking put in check. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I, I, guess, I guess if you're looking at it from whether or not the Dak Prescott comment itself, at first, like looking at the video, Cause he kind of smirked. I said, okay, is that tongue in cheek? What he's kind of saying, you know what I'm saying? But that's why I initially thought, cause like, he kind of smirked after he said it. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh man, they could do what I can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I thought at first, when I first initially thought, I said, maybe it's tongue in cheek, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, as I started listening to some of the people saying, so what was he, he never really came back out until late, you know, to later saying, trying to make a, uh, you know, clarification. I said, well, dang, what is he, did he really mean that? And then kind of like what Nick said, sometimes in the heat of the moment, you say stupid stuff, yeah. you know, because you thinking in his mind, he thinking, oh, the ref cost me the game, which people who are not Cowboy fans know that wasn't true. It yeah. might have been them penalties. It might have been Mike McCarthy and his bad play calling. It might have been you just waiting, you no know, running too far down. Bad <laughs> clock management. Ball. Bad clock management. You know, all those factors lost you the game. But yeah. I understand, you know, you 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 look for someone to blame sometimes 
in those situations. And then, you know, the ref was probably on his mind when they said that he came out said it. I don't think it's something that should be blown out of proportion because we know that we, I mean, we assume, let me say that, that Dak didn't wait for the left to get um, bottle stone at them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He seemed like the type of person that he doesn't really mean that. Yeah, and, and I think I was surprised that he said the comments because Dak has had a, a real impeccable, you know, uh, uh, image. And, mm-hmm. and and his his character can't be denied. Yeah, great being an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Like, he he like he's like Nick or somebody. No, I think that's why he gets attacked. <laughs> he's not a he's not a uh, Greg Hardy up there. Right. Right. Making right. comments. You right. know, or that's or another reason I thought it might have been tough. Right. <laughs> you know, that's why I thought it might have been tough. Because of who he is. He he's he's uh, been a voice of mental health. You know. Mm-hmm. And, He's gone through some shit in his personal life. We all know that. Right. Uh, so and, and I'm not going to roast him over it. Yeah. I'm, yeah, but yeah. It's not worth it. I'm no, yeah, and right I, on because it's right on. And think about the pressure. But think about this too, though. You got to think about the pressure of being a player on the Cowboys and how, you know, everybody dumping on them all the time, constantly. And here's the time. He's like, oh, we might be coming back. We might be able to win this game. And you and then get blown again at the end. You know, you you. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. So yeah, yeah. you don't say some crazy stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, so I don't. I'm not gonna dump on them. Yeah, can, I, um, can I bring up a topic with the Cowboys while we're on them? Yeah, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. How nuts is their fucking owner? The definition <laughs> of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Right. How are you running it back with Mike McCarthy? Everything that everyone saw in Green Bay. And everything we've been telling the Cowboys fans and about McCarthy, and they've said it themselves it's, now. They're it's coming to fruition. It's coming to fruition. If you didn't learn anything from Jason Garrett and hanging on to him for too long, right? Cut ties now. That that's the. Hmm. This team will win games in the regular season. They will put up massive statistical numbers against shitty opponents. Mm-hmm. But they they're too talented not to win. Like whether it's coaching. Or whether it's Jones just picks stars and he doesn't pick guys who who will grind and grunt and and win the game and right. transfer for you, like mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and, I don't want to see them win. It's, but it's, it's, it's fun. It's funny that you say that, Nick, because um, I had Corey and Melvin on here late night the other night, and Corey, of course, is the biggest Cowboys fan, and he he dropped a little insight. He's he's always uh, he had an opinion that um, Jerry Jones has been great at in the draft. Picking his first round, yes. getting a star. Yeah. But after that, where's yes. your grunts? Where's yes. your where's your dog? He tries where's... to find the star in every round instead of finding the, the grunts and, and the guys who will sacrifice for themselves. Like you, you're not building a fantasy team. You're building an NFL team. And that's the issue. Like hey, point, point, point. I said it Monday show. He could find a star, literally, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one more thing. I was waiting to say this before Mel was gone. We all okay. say stupid shit. I've made the mistake of calling Mel a friend. So I, I have- <laughs> Hey, you're not the only I one. I love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you're not the only one. I know, I know you're going to throw some darts at me, so I had to throw the first one today. What? That don't even <laughs> sound like me, Nick. That don't even sound like me. 
<laughs> now nah, we're just you making know, shit up. <laughs> Go ahead. Now, now, uh, now, my personal opinion about Jerry Jones, I think he's he's one of those hovering owners that you know mm-hmm. gets involved way too much. Um, right. I mean, he he is the general manager. He's he's the one that's going to make the final call who to pick. I mean, you we all remember the story that Stephen Jones had to talk him off the cliff and getting Johnny Menzel. I right. mean, we but- all remember that. Hey, but this that that goes to the reason why he's running it back with Mike McCarthy. There's only a few coaches that's gonna be able to put up with that. He has such a desire to be the smartest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. He will become the dumbest guy in the room with how dedicated he is to becoming the smartest. Do you, do you see what I'm saying with that? Right, right, yeah. right. Like right. he will that's sit there and be like, "We have what we need. We got the players. We have the staff. We have the facility." Mm. Bro, it's Al Davis situation, man. Cowboys won't get good till he dies. It's it's, it's weird that you said because I've said that before. Because my thing is, is he's he's so involved, but just but just Let's to play devil's forever. Yeah, <laughs> but just to play devil's advocate and not saying that I'm uh, uh, what's going on, Matthew. Um, not saying that what's I'm up, bro? Uh, that that I'm an advocate for what Jerry Jones does, but you can also on the flip side say. Oh, my computer. There's also nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being an owner that cares about your investment. You know what I'm right. saying? There's nothing wrong with being an owner that wants to make sure that they succeed. Hey, I mean, oh, yeah, it's not hey, wrong with that, but get out the way. Hey, hey, yeah, and but, I hear you. Like, for example, when, when you're at war, is your general out on the front lines leading the charge? No, <laughs> no. general got to stay back and, and strategize. You can't play multiple positions. It's called delegation. Right. You hire football people to do football decisions. And as much as Jerry wants to pretend he's a football guy, you haven't won shit since you took over the GM spot. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll put it like this. So so the man had a Super Bowl winning coach in Jimmy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Bill Parcells is another Super Bowl winning coach. And they didn't last long in Dallas because it's that dichotomy that they got. Jerry, because mm-hmm. Jerry, yes, they got to fight. And Jerry looked see. at Jimmy Johnson and said, "If he could do it, I could do it." You haven't been able to do it. Jimmy Johnson built a fucking three-time Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. handed it off to uh, Switzer, Jerry Switzer, Switzer one, yeah. one. and then Jerry Jones took over. What have you won since Jerry Jones took over? I'm all about it. I hope it never changes. I love it. But let's be real: the guy hasn't built a fucking winner. And that's a sad thing because the talent's there. The talent yeah. is absolutely talent. there. I, I will say this about the Cowboys: after that that forty nine loss, you can see that they got to revamp that old line. Period. They they got to do something. I'm just saying objectively. Nah. As, 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 <laughs> <laughs> More fun this way. <laughs> I mean, Yo, did you see Aikman rip them? Nah. Aikman ripped them. No, oh, I saw it. He's like, you're playing the they're rushing four, and you got CD Lamb out on the side by himself. He goes, If I had that coverage with, with Irvin, I'd throw him the ball ten, 10 times catches in the first before halftime. Half <laughs> I would do I hooks, that. I would do sidelines, do quick slants, I would just get the ball out and get it to him. So that, even Aikman, who's Mr. Cowboy, right? Like mm-hmm. he's he he gets the pomp and circumstance every time Fox goes back there. Even he's saying, yo, there's some shit wrong with this team. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? <laughs> Basically what he said without saying it, right? Like, these right, guys right. fucking don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to operate an offense or attack a defense. But, hey, man, run it back. 
Looks great. <laughs> but it, I, I never understood the McCarthy hire to begin with. I mean, that, that year he took off, wasn't nobody calling that man and searching out to get Mike McCarthy as a coach. I mean, it's, it's best thing the Jets ever did was turn him away. <laughs> he wanted to come take over the Jets and like be like GM too. Oh, Jets he, were like, no, thank you. Oh, he would have had y'all in a worse situation than y'all are now. Right. Well, we can lose by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, but come on, come on, Nick. You you got to admit that you guys are heading in the right direction. If you got, oh Mike yeah, McCarthy, I, I love the 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 building blocks that we're talking. Yeah. Mike McCarthy, man, you guys no. went the way opposite direction. Y'all gotta get rid of all your draft picks. Yeah, lineman. Yeah, I think you got a good point right there, Matt. Um, the, the game has passed McCarthy by, and right. It, here's my thing, it, and here's What's the up, thing. With, here's the thing with analytics in football. I think you should you should take it tongue in cheek. You know, there's some some things that make sense with analytics in football. And there's some shit that just does it. Like when Brandon Staley went for fourth down on his own 18, mm-hmm. midway through the third, that didn't make no damn sense. You're only down by three points. What are you doing taking a chance and giving a short field to Derek Carr in that offense? See, that's that analytics shit that bites you in the butt. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Analytics has been around for a long time. Yeah, it has. They just, I mean, they just throwing that, they put that name out there as a buzzword, but they've been using statistics you know, in the game for a year, for a long time, since, since the beginning of the game. It's just now that it's getting this buzz. It's the advanced analytics. metrics that right. are the issue, right? right. It's, right. The, it's the trying to predict the future off the past and the percentages. Right. If you're five of, like the Cowboys, five of 14 on third down, mm-hmm. that's a stat. That's an analytic stat, right? Like, right. But right. to say, like, Going forward, oh, we got to go for it on fourth down. Like, you ain't getting it on third down. Why are you going to go for it on fourth down? Right. Yeah. You know, I you, mean, you got to be uh, yeah, you gotta the team in the best situation yeah, to win. Sometimes common sense comes in over right. just statistics. Right. I mean, you use the statistics. You use the information. You use all that stuff to kind of to make an informed decision. But you have to make a decision based on your team. If you're a team who don't convert well on third down, don't you care what the hell you say. <laughs> Why would you go for it on four? Yeah. You know, if you have trouble running the ball and the analytics say, okay, you need to run, there's a high percentage to run it when it's four from one and you can't run the ball, don't run the ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, don't go for it or throw a quick slant or some kind of pass, you know, bubble screen or something like that. You don't run the ball. Yeah. Because that's, what, that's, why, that's why I enjoyed Troy's comments on ripping them because he's like, stop with the funny shit. Just play football right. you know it, he he basically said football really is a simple game and it's about matchups mm-hmm. if you got cd lamb first of all the the cowboys wide receiver core as a whole has the advantage over a weak secondary that san francisco has mm-hmm. you got to exploit it period right right yeah i mean that's pretty much what troy was saying it's like you have to Stop trying to be too cute and trying to, you know, involve analytics and everything and just play football. Find a match, find a mismatch. It's, that's it's that's, simple, what, that's what football's it's about. Well, you've, yeah. I mean, we said this before. When you line up in certain coverages as an offense, you know that certain, certain part of the field is open when they run certain coverages. You know, the scenes may open, may be open, you know, out routes may be open based on the coverage that they're running. And that's how you play the game. As a defense, you try to mask that on the defensive side 
disguise what you're doing, make it look like you're not in cover too, whatever. So so the quarterback won't make the right read. And that's just the, that's the basis of the game. And you do that all through the game, making these adjustments and plays to win the game. That's just, it's just that simple. Yeah, just some nuances to it. Yeah, but basically that's what the game is. All this other stuff, you know what I'm saying? It's just you're trying to bring technology into it. He he's he's gonna keep him at least next year. He's gonna keep McCarthy at least through next year. Well, we we'll we be, we'll be seeing the memes again next year. <laughs> yes, next year I, I'm I'm going on record right now. Next mm-hmm. year will be the same exact thing as this year. Oh, yeah. Play their division six times, and then mm-hmm. they got basically the top five in a the draft. They play Detroit. They play Jacksonville. They play Houston. They mm-hmm. play the, the Giants twice. Uh, they don't play the Jets, but. You're going to stack up wins. You're going to put up statistical great games. You're going to pick off bad quarterbacks. You're going to sack them. And then when you get in the playoffs, it's going to be in a carbon copy of this year. Well, my only my only my only kickback to that, Nick, is they'll have a first place schedule next year. So they'll play. um, That only changes two games. No, but I'm saying they'll they'll play the Rams. They'll play uh, Tampa uh, Buccaneers and Green Bay. And Green Bay, so there's at least three games right there. Then I don't see them winning, <laughs> you know. And then uh, depending on how how the rest of the schedule plays out, you know, I don't see them going twelve and five again next year. So I, I get what it's you're saying. Because if they win those six in their division, and then the Lions, the the Texans, the Jaguars, and uh, who's the other one? Oh, they got the Giants. One. They're playing. They're playing some really weak competition. Right. So if they win six in their division, and then they go five hundred the rest of the way. You're, you're looking twelve and five, eleven and six, like until the division gets better, and they go three and three in the division. It's very easy. When you can go six and zero oh in your division, you play five hundred ball the rest of the way. You're eleven, twelve win team. Yeah, which is exactly what they did this year. So yeah, you, you, yeah, you got a point. I, 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 <laughs> um. But um, in, in other news, uh, there's, there's starting to be some shakeup in Seattle. Uh, mm-hmm. Ken, Ken Norton Jr. is absolutely uh, uh, out. Uh, so uh, before we get that, next season will be 28 years in a row of disappointment for their fan base and 28 years of laughter for the rest of us. Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> I think it was me and Matt on the Facebook page where I was like, hey, as much crap as the, as the fan base of the Cowboys wants to spew out into the world, we should be given equal amount of time to just bombard them with memes dissing on that hey, trash. Can I say this? Wh- whoever did the meme uh, um, based on one of Dead or Alive for the Cowboys, did y'all see that? Oh, the video? The video when they did off the song yes. One of Dead or oh, yes. God, that was the God was great. If you listen to this and you did, contact me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We need to bring you on the show. Because that was... Okay. I can listen to that thing over and over again. Yeah, you know, the I love the uh the Dak uh sleep number one. The sleep number when your sleep number is Uh-oh. higher than your QBR. <laughs> QBR. Oh bro, they've been going they've been going in, man. I very rarely like laugh hysterically to myself, like when I see something. Right, right. That one got me, man. I was belly laughing. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's how Dak looked all day. He was getting right. hit, he was down laying on the ground anyway. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm I'm trying to trying to pull it up because I I, I you right, man. That was hilarious. Hilarious, um, man. When I heard, it, I was like, I know that song. What song is that? 
I was like, oh god, that's um, one of dead or alive. They did a great job. <laughs> great job. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, uh, right? What was the cowboy movie? Uh, I can't With Emilio Emilio Estevez was in it, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was that? Um, it wasn't Young Guns, was it? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite movies, man. That was a great movie. Matter of fact, I, I found it, y'all. For for those who didn't see it, um, let's let's enjoy this good little laugh because um, it, it was it was quite hilarious. It really was. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Chumps. They could win the Super Bowl. We heard the same old crap about Tony Romo. They're the Cowboys. They're always way over high. They've been average, average since '95. <laughs> Why the people act? So many times, boy. I was like that shit deserves to be like Gangnam style, the most right. viewed video in the history of the internet. <laughs> I that mean, is then, hilarious, then, bro. Then the pictures that he chose, he had that dumb look, uh, look on Tony Romo's face, and then Mike McCarthy looking cross-sided. <laughs> the video production is almost as good as the song production. Right. They're on par. That was brilliant. I had to add it to my uh, my little troll video. Uh, uh, when I Man, I've been I've been like um, you know, we um sharing it, we sharing it on my um, Facebook page. I want all the cowboy fans to see that. I sent it to Al. Of course, I didn't get a response. Oh, of course you were. <laughs> and, and, and I'm glad. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I ain't seen Al in a minute. He ain't been. He ain't heard Al, from him in a minute. Al got his head because like all but, of the fans hey, are the same. Them boys. All their fans are the same. They win one game in September and they immediately have to escalate it to this is our year. Right. Bro, how about it was just this was your game? You won the right. game. Like just slow chill. the fuck down. Stop trying to get to the mountaintop when you haven't even right. left the ground for yet. Right. Like <laughs> I, but it's like literally all of you're, them you're are eighty percent of them, right? And after say, I don't get the you're already the fucking loss. you didn't kiss yet. I can't hear you say again. <laughs> I said, you already fucking, you ain't even kissed yet. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like first aid and like giving the ring already. No, bro, slow the fuck just down. Here, baby. <laughs> oh god, they I want it jump. so badly. Like you could just see, like they want to, and we all know if and when it does happen, like it's going to be the most unbearable. Oh, it's going to be a shit show. It's, oh, turn everything uh, off because they wanted no, it so yeah. badly. Like it's going to be non-stop annoyance. But oh, that's why they get the smoke weeks. because they put themselves out there like that. Right. You beat a yeah, shit giant team and you're like, fuck these bitches. All right, yeah. He, he said September. He, he said you giving them too much credit. Them motherfuckers yeah. start they're talking actually shit winding up now for next year. <laughs> they're already they're already winding the jack in the box. They're ready to rock. Hey, hey, hey! Not nah, wait, wait till draft day and they and, and they get some good picks. They're like, oh yeah, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, and if Trey Diggs is an All Pro corner, then I'm faster than Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> My man gave up like 1050 yards. It was like one of the worst rated but cornerbacks in the league. He got 11 interceptions. interceptions. He got 11 interceptions. Yeah, that looks real good. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, <clears throat> there's some change going on in Seattle already. Um, I don't know if that's a, 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 a indication of what else is going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so deep defensive coordinator Ken Norton Jr. Uh, got the ax the other day. Um, war- it was warranted. I mean, the t- Seattle's defense ain't ain't been leading a boom for a while now. Yeah, it's um, his fault. Is it Jamal Adams' fault? You haven't had number one draft picks. You traded for an overrated safety. You haven't built run stuffers. You don't have cornerbacks. Yeah, it's his fault. Bill Belichick in his prime could, as a defensive coordinator, couldn't help that fucking shitty ass squad. <laughs> Well, tell us how you feel, dog. Right. <laughs> are you making Ken Don't Norton scapegoat? Your GM has fucking traded draft picks away. The ones he has, he's bombed. Um, you haven't built around Russ. You haven't gotten a line to protect them. You haven't created a run game to take the pressure off of Russ. But the D coordinator is the problem. Fucking fucking losers. <laughs> but Pete Carroll still gets the coach, and the GM still gets to make picks. Suck it, yeah. So, so that so, so that leads me to my next question. Um, even Russ kind of came out the other day and said he would he wouldn't mind exploring his options. What, so, man, what do you think the chances are that, that Russell is not in the Seahawks uniform next year? I, I think, I think Russ and Pete is gone next year. I think Pete's gonna retire and, and they're, they're gonna give him a nice way out. You know, going on is this a mutual agreement type thing? Pete be gone, Russ is gone. I mean, Russell Williams and Wilson is tired of being in Seattle, and nothing's changing. And I don't, I don't blame him. When you get up to you, you he had a certain age where you have to make a decision about your career, and in you see where you in your future, <laughs> and you know you, you may not. Everybody's not Tom Brady. You know, we say it all the time. You may not play up until you're forty. So you have to look at, hey, where am I best going to be at for the rest of my my career? And Seattle is not it. Yeah, I was not making the right decisions around him. So if yeah. I'm Russ, I'm forcing you to put me out. If you don't make that decision, I'm going to try to force you to put me somewhere. So I think he's going to be gone. What, what do you think is his best landing spot, man? Um, I'll just off the top of your head, what do you think works best for him? <sighs> I mean, if Deshaun will go to Miami, I wouldn't mind seeing him in Miami. I wouldn't mind seeing him there. Um, 
trying to think of well, shoot, I wish he'd have went and they get rid of Wentz and he could have went with Colt with a Colt set. That'd be a good fit if we can get I know it's impossible. Um Cleveland would be a good spot. And they can figure a way to get rid Cleveland's of Cleveland's um, an automatic Super Bowl contender if he goes yeah, there. Cleveland's a good spot, you know, but they gotta figure out what they're gonna do with um um, lose the bum over there. <laughs> <laughs> bum shoulder. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I think Cleveland will be a great spot if they can work out a way to get rid of Baker. I, I really like him in Cleveland. More and, than and, I like and him in Miami. Just to throw that caveat in there, um Cleveland don't sound like they're hundred percent sold on on uh on Baker. I wouldn't be surprised if they're secretly shopping him right now. Oh yeah. Who wants you know him? Who wants him? Not away your options. Yeah, I'm when saying you don't who, win the who, Super Bowl, you gotta weigh your options. Always. I mean, every team door should be open for bait. anything. You cut bait when you know you can't get to the mountaintop. Right. And you know Baker's not gonna get you there. You see it. <laughs> That's evident. You know what I'm saying? You see it. Yeah, that's pretty evident. So, pretty so evident. now you gotta figure out what you're gonna do. And if you got a chance, you got three potential superstar quarterbacks that you can get, potentially. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be. If I'm Cleveland, on this offseason, I'm figuring out a way to make moves where I got my door open to get those three, one of those three quarterbacks. Yeah, because they're not. I mean, they got a good team. Mm-hmm. They don't have a good quarterback. Got a yeah. good coach. Just don't have a good quarterback. You know, you add a good quarterback in there. Cleveland is the head of that. He they, they tops that division, even past Cincinnati. But look, I mean, Cincinnati still got holes they got to fix. They got to fix that O line. You know, they only got what one or two pass, well, one pass rusher really. Yeah, Hendrickson, yeah. Hendrickson. You know, when you saw when Hendrickson went out, that pass rush was not even there. Yeah. So, so you already see they they got to fix that. They need to fix their O line. They need a few pieces um, in their secondary. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not to say they're not a, a good team. They just not as good as Cleveland will be. With just the court with that quarterback position, yeah, yeah, because every team's gonna have holes. I just think yeah, with, every, with yeah. certain teams, they're they're just pretty glaring on what they need. Right. So, um, um, same question for you, Nick. Um, uh, what do you, what do you think your chances of Russ in a new uniform next year in the <coughs> best um, uh, ideal spot that you think he should land at? The best spot for him is Pittsburgh. Hmm. I forgot about Pittsburgh. That's actually a good one. That's a team completely built. That's actually a good one too. And they were missing the quarterback position. Uh, but he ain't going to go there because he's going from small market Seattle, small market Pittsburgh. All the rumors are are New York. Now, whether yeah, but New York is going to disappear in, in New York, man. I can't hear you. I said he'll disappear in New York. I mean, what, yeah, what's the difference between New York? What's the difference between New York and Seattle? For the family, I mean, it's not the move just for sports. It's I understand a, what you're saying about Seattle. too. Right. But sports wise, what's the difference? doing every fucking commercial that Eli was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe doing a commercial for the bodegas. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference between Seattle and and the Giants? Say that again. I said, what's the difference between Seattle and the Giants? Marketability. I mean, besides. outside the game. The sports game. The sports is, I mean, between, I'm talking about just preparing the two teams. Not the market. Not I mean, they're, yeah. they're the same. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I so, think Russell makes the Giants' offense much better than Daniel Jones did. Yeah, uh, I agree. Their defense wasn't bad. It's just their offense couldn't stay on the field very much. 
I think you put Russ on the team at right now. It de- obviously depends what they give up, right? If they have to mm-hmm. give up two number ones, do they keep one of these top tens this year? Give up a one this year and a one next year for him, and then Daniel Jones. Uh, you you gotta see what the trade, um, what the trade value is, right? Uh, uh, Matt Matt saying Giants online is worse than Seattle, so yeah, it, on it, par. On par, so yeah, so on par. okay. But Russell so, so, more of a. Of a so yeah. so he'll he'll be running for his life in Seattle, and like he was, <laughs> if he goes to New York, he'll be running like he was in Seattle, running for his life. Right. Well, if you're the Giants, you you want to keep one of those top. You know, you're gonna have to give up one of those ones this year to get right. Russell Wilson. Uh, the other one, you, you take one of the best linemen, whether it's Charles Cross from Mississippi State, Ike McQuano, uh from North Carolina State. Uh, Kenyon Green, Linderbaum, mm-hmm. uh, Evan Neal, whoever it is, like you, those all guys, all those guys I just named are better than anyone on the giant line right now. And yeah, lot, uh, and they pick, they got two, um, they got five and seven, so they can trade one of those picks and move up to get what they need if they can get Russell. So, yeah, or if they keep one of them, they trade back, get a little bit of assets back from, from right. the, you know, right. Depending on how much they have to give up, so right. it's it's very interesting to to see the the carousel that's going to happen this offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's you're waiting for the first domino. The first domino, everyone's going to try to hold out to see what's going on with Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Once he determines he's retiring, staying, wants to go, then you're going to see things start to get in motion, but. It's going to be very cool, calm. No one's going to want to shoot their load too early and then mm-hmm. make a move and then find out Rogers available. Right. So. Unless they address the O-line, it doesn't matter who our QB is. Agreed. <laughs> but you'd rather have Russell Wilson than Daniel Jones. Oh, big yeah. He can make more happen. He's a better, much better passer. Mm-hmm. Jones, yeah. can, I've said it on the show before, Jones is uh, Marcus Mariota. He's a guy who's going to be a career backup. He's athletic enough to put him in to run some plays, have a little package of plays set up for him. But you don't give a shit if he takes the hit then because he's not your main guy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to protect him. You run him like Mariota. He's athletic enough. You know, he he can make a difference, whether it's in New York or whether it's somewhere else. You just can't oh. run too long. Yeah, he'll trip. Yeah, trip. <laughs> <laughs> and the grass turf got his ass, dog. Right. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so let, let's let's get into um <laughs> absolutely but wilson will be running like that <laughs> um let's get into the uh uh divisional round this week um right. we got we got uh four games this weekend two on saturday two on sunday and i do believe that it does kick off with cincinnati mm-hmm. traveling yes. to tennessee um, I think, I think I just saw that, uh, uh, Henry was, um, cleared. Um, so, uh, I, I don't know if that, well, I'll say it like this. He's going to be rusty. He's missed at least a couple of months. Um, so he won't be in tip top game shape, but Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry. So, um, let's throw that caveat in there. So, uh, Mel, I, I give give us uh, uh, your take on how this game going to go. Uh, keys to victories for both teams, and who you taking overall? 
Um, yeah, on the Tennessee side, of course, you know, if Henry established itself as being Henry, and they run, they can establish that run, that open up the play action, and then you know you got Julio and um, I can't think. What's the other guy? AJ. Name? Thank you, and AJ. <laughs> I think, AJ Brown. I think right. So you know he got um, Tannehill has options there. I think the key for Tennessee is going to be what Henry does. They're gonna go by Henry. If Henry gets in there and starts running like he just got to be close to what he used to be. He ain't got to be a hundred percent. If he eighty percent of Henry wins this game for them. Yeah. 80% and I think Henry is still better than 100 percent of a lot of cats. <laughs> right. So I think 80, I think I think is Henry's gonna win the game for them. Then on the Cincinnati side, I think it's Burrow's gonna have to be very, very, you know, um he got he's gonna have to hold you know be just precise with his decisions because that O line um it's not that great. So he's gonna have to you know be able to get you know, hold on the ball that long, get rid of the ball, take shots when it's open. You know, I like the fact how they use uh, Jamar Chase, almost like they like San Francisco did Debo. Yeah. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Use him as part of your running game. Because that, that, cause that means a lot of times the linebacker going to be lined up on. You know, especially you do them in them screens and stuff like that. Because they don't have a linebacker lined up on him. He can, out, he can outrun the linebacker. Mm-hmm. So that gives them that advantage. Then mixing is another X factor. Yeah. Mixing can... He's a good runner, come out the backfield catching. So I think if they can establish those things, that'll be great for Seattle. <clears throat> Not on the defensive side, we don't know. Is Hendricks coming back? I didn't see the reports. I I saw that he's no, he still cleared, uh, he cleared the physical contact. <laughs> okay, so it was no, Tuesday it was announced. If they can establish a pass the pass west on on Tannehill, I think. Um, that that's the one, that's the key. Make Tanner, force Tannehill to get rid of that ball. You know, force you got to force him to get rid of it and make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Tannehill is nothing but a Kirk Cousins in in a Titan uniform. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying he has good games, then he has Kirk Cousin like games. <laughs> you want him to have that Kirk Cousin type like game, and I think if you can force him to do that, I think Cincinnati can win this game. But I still give the slight edge to Tennessee. All right, so we got we got one guy going Tennessee, big homie Nick. Give us a breakdown, keys victory for both teams, and who uh, I think the key to this entire game is Tennessee's defensive line. Mm-hmm. They can dominate and create pressure. Like remember the Rams game where mm-hmm. Al Simmons went fucking ballistic, <clears throat> and right. like every time Stafford dropped back, someone was in his face, and they could never mm-hmm. get anything going. That's the performance you need to stop Burrow and Co. Uh, Henry coming back changes the game a little bit. Um, on paper, Tennessee should win this game. Right. But I just think Cincinnati has something to them. Yeah, I like that. I have I like, no I like rhyme or reason or, or logic to pick them. They're young. The coach is young. The players are young. But Sometimes you look at a team and you just say they got that mojo. They got that they got that aura about right. them. And I, I think I'm gonna take Cincinnati. Hey, I can see that. Let me let me say this. But if too. Tennessee wins, right. Tennessee's D line fucking right. destroyed this yeah. offense. But if the Cincinnati O line can keep them in check, 
then then Cincinnati should be able to outscore them. Here's what I say too. Tennessee ran the ball well without Derrick Henry. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But the difference between having Henry in there, having whoever they have outside of Henry, is that Henry is so big, and you get you taking that pounding throughout four quarters that wears down your defense. Yeah. You know, and I think that's you're wearing down the backup running back on Tennessee. Henry's wearing you down. Right. And I think that right there is another advantage that Tennessee has. But I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati won this game. No. It wouldn't wouldn't be to me, that wouldn't be an upset. Let me add this. If Cincinnati can start off hot, yeah, where Tennessee can't Mm -hmm. ground and pound, right. They get up 10 nothing, 14 nothing quick. Right, yeah. and force them into a passing situation. Yeah, you yeah. you want to, if you're Cincinnati, you got to strike quick. You got to put mm-hmm. the ball in Tannehill's hands. Right. You got to make them one dimensional, and you got to neutralize Henry by getting the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's why I'm going with Cincinnati, just because of, I feel the same way uh, you do, Matt. Um, and since, since he's playing with fucking house money, mm-hmm. uh, and and it kind of co- it kind of coincides with your take, Nick. They're young. They're they're like. I guess they're too young and dumb to even understand the magnitude of the situation. And, you're just going to <laughs> and go I've never seen Joe Burrow lose a playoff game in college or the NFL. So <laughs> I, like, I like the whole, yeah. I like the whole mojo he's got, man. I, I'm a fan. Hey, his his swag right now. Man, it, that's it, all, all them bodies he got in his basement. <laughs> Joe the killer. <laughs> Joe the killer. <laughs> um, I, I feel like he he really is in a mindset where it's like, eh, you know, I, I understand his playoffs, but damn it, we're just here playing football. Mm-hmm. We're just playing. We're having fun. We're, we're enjoying each other's camaraderie. And, and they're playing like loose. They're loose. You know, right. they're not up. And I think that's enough. That's a factor you got to take into account. Tennessee's coming off a bye. The only team in the AFC coming off a bye. You know, you, you don't know, especially when you got a, a quarterback like Tanny Hill, where you're like, eh, you know, maybe he needed that that week to get into a rhythm and get into a um, get get the juices flowing. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you've been off for two weeks, so um, you know, um, I think Tennessee's going to start off slow, and it kind of coincides with your point, Nick. Take advantage of that, Cincinnati. Go ahead and and even if you go up just ten nothing, yeah. Maybe, if you're Cincinnati, you want the ball right away. You want oh the yeah, ball oh, from behind. Hey, win the coin toss, give us the ball. I know the fur is popular, but in a game like this with Henry, put his ass on the bench. Don't let him get out there and get a rhythm going. Go strike, hit 7-0, and then put the pressure on Tennessee. Big time. Maybe they're a little stale. They punt on a three and out. Now you go down, you punch another one in. Yeah. You just neutralized Henry 10 minutes into the game. Mm -hmm. Oh, big time. Big time. You, you, You make... You make Ryan Tannehill and force him to, you know, get in his bag and see if you can have your your best. Very game underrated of your passer life. though. Very, he's like Kirk Cousins. He, in terms of underrated, calm down, Mel. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. But it's another quarterback who's efficient, mm-hmm. makes good throws, doesn't make killer mistakes very often. Uh, so it's. It's not the worst thing in the world for Tennessee if they have to throw the ball, especially everyone's healthy now. They haven't well, played many games together this year with, with Henry, Brown, and Jones all together. 
Oh yeah, they and they, fuck um, Julio. I gotta say fuck Julio because <laughs> I drafted this man in the fifth round this year in the fantasy league, and for 17 weeks this motherfucker didn't score a touchdown. Week 18, when there's no fantasy, he scores his first touchdown of the season and basically did the stone cold double bird to me. So <laughs> fuck you, Julio. Should have stayed in Atlanta and lost 28 to three. Hey, the, crazy, the crazy thing is, is is he only had that one crazy game against Seattle, you know, as we just mentioned. Because Jamal was on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he almost had like 200 yards receiving yards that game. And I, I, he might have got it in. He did have a big call. game. But he had a huge game. and been, other He had the that, big game early, and then Henry went ballistic late. Yeah. Right. And other than that, Julio spent time in the medical room. Uh, he missed a few games just this year, and 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 that was that was probably one of my big things uh, about making that trade with Tennessee. I'm like, eh, you know, the, your man can miss. He's he's bound to miss some games. He, he yeah. gets nicked up and gets bruised up. But I mean, in in this game, man, it's 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 a combination of both your guys' take. Um, Cincinnati has to make. Damn, Tanny Hill, put the game on his arms. Mm-hmm. Make sure, see, see if we can, you know, make you, make you one dimensional, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, because you, you had a great point, man. Uh, after Derrick Henry went down, the Titans were still rushing for almost 200 yards. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's how they're built, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're built like that, and and. And Tannehill's part of that run game too. Uh, he's yeah. a great RPO quarterback. That's his bread and butter. His RPO. He's he's a definitely a threat in the red zone. I mean, you know when he does a little Jordan leap and Anthony scores his touchdown. So um, if if you see seeing that man, it's going to be a long day for you. But on the Tennessee side, that front four got to get to it. You got to find a way to get past that online with just your front four, which they have the talent to do on their front four to, to get home to Joe Burrow. So, but all in all, I'm going to Cincinnati because them young cats, they, they look like they don't fear anybody. They don't, they, they look like they're not shaken by anybody. They they're believe in their leader. Yeah. They believe they, in Burrow and they think they we in got in the Big guy time. to stack rings for us. Big time. Big time. And just and it's imagine be amazing what they do in the offseason because of Burrow's charisma, aura, and he's a superstar right now, right? Like he's, you got to put him on superstar level. In, in the last three games, he's got over 1,200 yards passing, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. First player in NFL history to ever have those numbers over three games, and if three games, three games in a row. So, people are gonna want to go there to be right. a part of that, right? When you see right. greatness, you want to go hop on there. So they might get some surprise stars to come join that team because they're gonna want to be a part of of Joey B. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, they're gonna and, and here's the thing when when you make it to the playoffs and you um you know you don't have that advantage of having a top top 10 pick, you know, you might be able to find some some diamonds in the rough in the draft. But other than that, you're gonna have the benefit of people be like, hey, we like what they're building over there. Uh, you know, my contract and you got though, the most important thing in the NFL, you have the quarterback on the rookie deal. Oh yeah. Right. So you can overpay players now because mm-hmm. you're not paying forty million for a quarterback. You're paying them nine or ten. Mm-hmm. You can go get a marquee cornerback. You go spend money on Hendrickson, the pass rusher. You go get stud middle linebacker. You go get 
Williams safety from the Saints. You go, yeah. you go, put him and Bates next to each other and build a, a, an elite secondary. You can do a lot of things on a rookie deal. Yeah, you got that freedom to do it because you you had you at least got two more years on the contract and the fifth year option before you can even even imagine about and he'll get seven hundred fifty million. <laughs> Just <laughs> the only quarterback that ain't getting that uh, uh, uh deal breaker is uh <clears throat> Baker, but uh, you know Cincinnati needs to start looking <laughs> OnlyFans. They need to start making some extra money so they can pay this man. Patreon account. Uh, before we get in the next game, commercial break. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Uh, ahead. Give me, yeah, let me get over to the commercial break. And we be right back, folks. Uh, we will be back. <laughs> So as I find the commercial. <laughs> Can't find a commercial. This is Detroit Mail with IOW Sports asking you to tune in to our live show streaming on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube every Monday at 4 p.m. and every Thursday at 5 p.m. Join me and Wildcard Mom. And the big homie Nick Shine on the IOW Network. And don't forget to like and subscribe our channel and call and rep your team. Commercials just to take a piss, and Nick is in here probably taking a shit. What the hell is this guy? No, we, I didn't, I didn't um, do a, com- a shit commercial. <laughs> <laughs> just a piss commercial. <laughs> anyway, no, no. Anyway, we'll we'll get into uh, uh, these other games uh, till Nick gets back. Um, okay. Uh, what? Who? What? What? Uh, no, they didn't. What happened there? So the Chiefs just signed a uh, former Raider, Damon Arnett, Mr. Oh, really? Mr. Guns on 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 Twitter. I don't <laughs> I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I thought I was gonna say he signed Henry Ruggs. Oh no no, ain't nobody touching Henry Ruggs right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to touch that guy well, right now. We don't know. Somebody might be touching him. 
Yeah, his name is probably going to be Big Bubba. And he's probably... Hey, Henry, you like dragons? Watch my draws, fool. He's like, hey, Henry, you like dragons? You don't like dragons. Well, drag these nuts on your chin, nigga. <laughs> How did I know? I was going to say something crude and offensive. I didn't know. Who, hey. Yeah, you. No, that does not sound like me, man. You and Nick has this. I don't know what's wrong with you. No, 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 no. See, see, what we're not going to do uh, in front of the audience is try to make up this make-believe uh, uh, perception of you. That's what we're not going to do. All right. He, he, what you see right now on screen is male 24 7. He, 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 come on, man. That's not true, sir. Hey, I see, see, no, no, not true, man. No, we're we not going to do that denial. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a choir boy without all that abuse. Yeah, because you don't want handing out the abuse. <laughs> I'm like a choir boy with all that fucking in the ass. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You are trying to get us kicked off damn YouTube, dog. Speaking of YouTube, um, make sure everybody, man, do us a favor. Y'all go on out and uh, go on over to IOW Sports Network on YouTube. Find us there. I know, Matt. Wow. He, he, that's what this guy does, man. This is, <laughs> that's what he do. Uh, go ahead uh, to YouTube. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Hit that bell notification. It gives you the uh, notification when we go live or drop a right, short right, 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 right. or, uh, hey, um, uh, we got episode two of Money Nine, Money Line with Nick Shine coming out oh, yeah. uh, like um, this this weekend. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, uh, Wildcard Mar, I'm good for going out and just cutting on the camera and do a short real quick. Right, um, right. Mel's done a couple of shorts. So, hey, if you hit that bell notification, it gives you the inside scoop every time we drop something. So always be ready for that. So I'm getting gotta, ready to, um, yeah, I know. Save your wisecracks. Let me get it out first before you say something. I'm getting, I, I joined, um, Herman Morris start had this app for Lions Nation. So I'm gonna start doing some shorts for, for Lions stuff and stuff. So I can kind of add it to that app so we can get noticed in that, that community too. Ah, okay. That, I mean, it, it'll work in the D Detroit, Michigan area. And I don't know about everywhere <laughs> else because I think only Lions fans exist only in Detroit. That is true. That is true. And, and you, just happen to, you just have to go somewhere. I see somebody with a Lions hat on. So I'm like, oh, you must be from Detroit. <laughs> yeah, because that's the <laughs> now, only place. I do see Tiger fans. It's not Tiger fans. They, you know what I'm no, saying? Ain't no, Red fans. The hat, bro. I'm saying, I'm saying, Red Wings fans outside of Detroit and Lions. I mean, Tigers fans outside of Detroit. The <clears throat> only Lions fans are from Michigan. That is correct. Only. Not true. I worked with a guy in the early mm -hmm. 2000s, William uh -huh. Brooks, and he was a Detroit fan because he loved Barry. Oh, okay. That's a different thing. But for the most part, but he didn't know shit about sports. He just liked Barry Sanders. He said, "I got a throwback Barry. See." <laughs> I got a throwback Barry jersey, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, but, but I had to make a coffee, guys. Sorry for the delay, man. I That's don't know if you right. can tell. I'm fucking barely awake sitting here. <laughs> I, I, 445 in the morning long. early to fucking wake up. I want to go get my Starbucks early. Hey, hey, hey man, if you, I mean, if you just had to take a shit, it's cool. We we weren't, we forgive you. After the coffee. Come on, you know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that coffee, boy. boy hey, man, I'm glad you're back. Lamar's on here tripping. Oh, my God. It's this guy over here. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's get to the uh, other Saturday's game. Um, you got the San Francisco 49ers coming off a big win.
beating the Dallas Cowboys traveling to the frozen tundra of Lambeau, Wisconsin. We have Lambeau, Wisconsin. Lambeau, Wisconsin. Are you just making up towns? <laughs> Motherfucker, y'all know they in Green Bay. I ain't going to sit here and, and rag on me because I made a mishap. Fuck both of y'all. <laughs> Last week's game, San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all ain't had to call me. That's how they gonna lose. They they gonna be the final when they playing that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, somebody heard that. They gonna be like Lambeau, Wisconsin. Where's Lambeau? Where the hell is Lambeau at? (laughs) (laughs) They gonna be like Google can't even pick it up. Where the hell is this at? (laughs) Man, fuck that. Wild card bar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they gonna get mad at me. I'm like. San Francisco 49ers traveling to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Thank you, sir. To take on the Green Bay Packers. Big homie Nick. Keys to victory and who you taking overall? My biggest key is a guy who's coming back from injury. And Bakhtiari mm-hmm. play at an elite level. <clears throat> you saw what the uh, the Niners four-man rush did last week to that. Green Bay's line is better in pass pro. Aaron Rodgers is obviously a much better passer than than Dak. Uh, they'll have a game plan if they're not blocking well. Get the ball out. Devontae Adams' footwork is sick as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. They can do little digs all day and just feed him the ball 15 times. Because if you're backing up seven, eight yards off of Rodgers and Adams, they're just going to throw him the ball. Clear. They're going to do what Aikman said Cowboys should have done. Just feed yeah. Adams the ball. Let <laughs> right. him catch and run and go. The, the Green Bay front, too. Darius Smith you, is know, you know Smith the Niners game plan. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to come in, and they are just going to pound the ball with Mitchell, with Debo. And uh, and then they're going to work the play action. Uh, I think it's a closer game than mm-hmm. a lot of people think because I think San Francisco – let me put it this way. San Francisco played as well as they could play last week for about two and a half quarters. And then they spent the last quarter and a half trying to give the game away. Right. You do that to Aaron Rodgers, you're losing by three scores. Mm-hmm. You play that game against Packers that you played against the Cowboys. You're not walking out of Lambeau, Wisconsin with a win. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's now a thing on the show. Yes. About that. It took me a minute. I was like, hey, Marlo, I got you. Good luck to you and your wife on your trip to Andy Reid, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I like the Packers. Uh, they're my they're my Super Bowl pick to to win it all. Uh, they're healthy. Uh, have those guys coming back? Alexander, um, Bakhtiari, and one other player who's uh, the the receiver coming back. What's his name? No, Cobb, Cobb just got cleared. Yeah, Cobb came back. through. Yeah. Uh, while you guys were talking earlier, that the tweet that uh, Cobb yeah, Cobb's activated. But you know what? Now that moves Lazard to three, and, and Rodgers and Lazard have had really good chemistry the last couple of weeks. So they're getting right at the right time. Uh, I think it's their year. I, I think Rodgers is on a fuck you tour, and <laughs> I, I don't think that it's going to stop this week. Uh, give me the Packers. I think it's going to be a good game for a while. And then I think similar to last week, about mid-third quarter, you're going to see a separation. But the Cowboys, uh, the Packers are just such a better team than the Cowboys. They will make you pay when you make those mistakes. And they might press a little bit as the game goes on, the 49ers. And 
Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm I'm rooting for them. Not only uh, you guys might not know this, when when the Jets are out, which is usually by like Rosh Hashanah, like the third week of September, <laughs> I root I, I for the Packers. Like I don't know, this the, the green the third NFC. week of the season, dog. <laughs> uh, what third week of the season? <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> Um, I'm going and, green and just I I pray to God everything falls the right way. The Jets are in Green Bay next year, and me and Nikki want to go. So that'd be dope. Everything that'd works. Dope. That'd be great. Yeah, it's yeah. too cold for Green Bay. I, I check out on TV. It, it, well, it depends. If it's September, October, you might get a good good weather day. It, last time they played uh, the Geno Smith game a few years ago in Green Bay, it was opening week. Yeah, oh, so really? that's perfect time to go. Yeah. Um, Fuck that! I want the cold. <laughs> yeah, nah, that shit. <laughs> nah that, that's yeah. the only thing. I don't want to be in shorts in Green Bay. Like it takes away from the mystique. Yeah, yeah but hey, man, I, I'm not feeling about. I'm not feeling good about going back home. And, and yeah. It's gonna be cold in Kansas City this week. I was at, so I was at the game with the big house one day. I quote my son here. So dang I'm on cold. Different. <laughs> 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 All right, go ahead. What you all to say, Lamar? No, I was saying I'm I'm gonna I'm go Green Bay as well um, because I did see that Randall Cobb was, got activated and that Randall Cobb has always been one of um, Aaron Rodgers' favorite targets. I Says mean, it's I, his best friend. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, besides of course Devontae Adams, he's gonna get his targets. That's that's a no brainer. And so, and I'm with you, Nick. They're gonna do the, what the Cowboys didn't do. They're gonna attack that weak secondary. And matter of fact, the game earlier this year when they went to San Francisco, the same thing happened. There was a there was a point in time where Devontae Adams went up the sideline and did a deep dig route and and found a zone in between three defenders in that that two minute drive. Y'all remember that when yeah. Aaron Rodgers lobbed it right over Fred Warner's hands? Yeah. And and next thing you know, Mason Crosby's in field goal range, and then they just got a rod. You know what I'm saying? So I think. Uh, the 49ers, they got enough to keep it close. But, damn it, it's that Aaron Rodgers effect, man. If you leave too much time on the clock, it's going to be a done deal. This ain't this ain't, this ain't, ain't Dallas. This ain't, you know, uh, any other team that, that, that the 49ers have seen all year, man. This offense is operating on another level. Like you said, Bakhtiari's back. Cobb's back. Devontae Adams is still there. Lazard is still a threat. Um, Aaron Jones, the, the, the running backs. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, that combination is something that you, you know, you're not going to see too often. That's the lightning and the thunder combination right there. Aaron Jones is a good scat back. He's going to be good to, you know, get his runs on the outside zone. He's going to be be great at getting pass catching out the, the running back position. AJ Dillon's your thumper. That's going to be your short yardage guy. You know what I'm saying? I would use AJ Dillon. Uh, I would kind of trade them all back and forth. Let AJ Dillon wear down that front four. And then let Aaron Jones just just do whatever, and and you know uh, Packers they don't have a a a dominant defense, but they're still a, a, a capable defense that could turn the ball over. Uh, Rasul Douglas um, has has been on fire the, the second half of the season, getting interceptions all over the place. Um, you know, let's not forget Preston Smith. Which would be a good best. matchup with him on Ayuk, yeah, and um, Alexander. On Debo. On, uh, on Debo. Yeah. If they go and, that route. 
Yeah, if they go that route. And then let's not forget uh, Zadarius Smith is back. Um, Preston Smith is still balling. Uh, Rashawn Gary has been real good yeah. down the stretch. I mean, they, they, people say what you want about Green Bay's defense. They're still a capable defense. They're still a top 15 defense. And that's all you really need to be comparable for what you got on offense. That's all you need. Right. You just need, a, you just need As long as the Niners don't run for more than 200, I can't see them winning this game. Yeah. Um, like, if I, they yeah. push two, 225, they're going to win. Because that means they had the ball and Rodgers wasn't out there a lot. Yeah, sit on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Which is the key to victory for for San Fran is keep keep twelve on the sideline. If, if you don't win that time of possession, got to win that war. Uh, I mean, we obviously know that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. You know that San Francisco they they're gonna you know battle you in the trenches on both sides of the ball. You know, offense and defense. That's that's a no brainer. But can San Francisco keep twelve on the sideline? Which is another thing. Um, uh, Detroit Mail keys of victory and who you got. Um, <clears throat> Mel's always know, different. Man. I'm waiting for it. Mel's always different. Here's my thing. I I I like Green Bay because Green Bay been looking good all year. You know, <laughs> Matt says so. One ninety eight on the yard on the ground is no good. <laughs> <laughs> That's an L. One ninety eight. <laughs> I like, you know, it's hard to beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau in the snow, in the cold. It's snowing period. this weekend, too? Oh, I know it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. I think it's going to oh, be okay. cold. It's hard to beat him when it's I'm cold. That favors the Niners. Yeah. You know, it's just it's hard to beat Aaron Rodgers, period. Then you look at, um, see, Jimmy G scares me. And I, I think that's that's my thing. Yeah, because he almost think, gave that game up last week. Bro. I mean, you know, a couple of bad throws, and then the interception. He just just threw it out of bounds. Direct, don't throw it out of bounds. You know, what I'm saying, don't try to throw it lightly out of bounds. Don't try to make just throw it away. And just you know, what I'm saying, he would have threw that away. You punting the ball. They gotta, you know, theoretically come all the way down the field and may not score because they got a, a longer way to go. Versus a short field, they score. Now you now they in the way you know almost gonna win the game. And like you like y'all said, you can't do that to Aaron Rodgers. Um, you got all Aaron Rodgers got all his weapons now. He's got Cobb, he's got Lazard, you know, he's got Adams. It, it's hard to pick against them, man. I'm going to San Francisco. Hey, you really doing that? Yeah, man. Oh my god. I could back up a stat with you right now. I just saw on the bottom line on the NFL network. What's that? Jimmy Garoppolo is two and one against Aaron Rodgers. Hey, See, here, here, here's another fun? here's another stat another stat to back that up. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is 0-1-4-0-5 against the 49ers franchise in the playoffs. Here we, are, here we are making making Mel not look, look, look crazy as hell. Look, 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 here's my thing. <laughs> It's not like it's not like San Francisco don't have weapons on offense either. Oh no no no! I, the, 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 I, nobody's the, saying the, that. No, I'm just saying. I know you're not saying. It, I'm just saying because when you when you hear people break down this game, you, all you hear is Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers weapons, Aaron Rodgers, you know, great, you know, great in Lambo. You know, and you don't really hear them talk much about San Fran, and you overlooking the Devo factor. What Devo did to Dallas, I mean. He was like, "What you got on this? What you got on this W, nigga?" You know what I'm saying? 
for real. Winning and, and snatching chains. Winning and so. snatching chains. That view was not expressed by Nick. That was just a quote by Nick. I want to clarify that. Uh, although I laughed, I do not agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me let me say it so, so Nick can agree. What you got on that W, fella? <laughs> what are you doing here, guy? <laughs> I'm not your buddy, pal. I'm not your pal, guy. You remember the South Park movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to set you adrift. <laughs> Um, what is inevitable? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just think, I think that um, San Francisco escaping that game from Dallas may give him enough momentum to go in there and up and upset Green Bay. I'm going with San Fran. Look, you, you're not crazy for, for taking them. You're not. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, crazy like, for crazy. other reasons. I'm just crazy. Oh, just oh yeah. crazy for taking there's other here. reasons. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a long, long. My psychiatrist says long. No, no, long ass <laughs> list of what you're crazy for. But you're not crazy for taking the San Francisco 49ers. But look, you're right. Debo is Debo. Debo is going to get his. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't forget about Brandon Ayuk, who's yeah. a, who's a comparable uh, big uh, uh, number two receiver. Mm-hmm. You can't forget about Elijah Mitchell, who gets that running game going, mm-hmm. and you can't forget about George Kittle. You can't, you can't forget about Kittle. And the Niners won that game last week without Kittle having a major contribution. But you know, Kittle was still Facts. blocking. Kittle put some key blocks, you know, especially yeah. in that um that run um. With Debo had with the touchdown. Kittle, yeah. Kittle helped spark that that block to get him yeah. get him open. So. He's gonna block Smith. He's gonna block Gary. He's gonna right. help steal the edge when they do their stretch run game. So you have to add that factor to it. You know, he may even he don't touch the ball. You know, in reception, his blocking skills help add to them moving to to a victory. Yeah, you're right, and, and that's what I'm saying. You're not crazy for thinking that. It, it's just that man. At the end of the day, when it comes to Quarterback play. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't take Jimmy G over Aaron. Oh yeah. I, I, I just can't. I agree. I agree. To, you know. I agree because with that. because there's going to be a point in the game where you're going to need Jimmy G to make a big throw. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple Jimmy of times. Yeah, he gonna Jimmy G it up because mm-hmm. there was three possessions that uh, San Francisco was driving, and they're in. Uh, you know, they're already in field goal range, and you know the drive stalls because he can't make certain throws. And then there was three, there's at least three drives where they had to settle for field goals. And I'm under, I'm under the belief that if that's a different quarterback last week in Dallas, if there's a, 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 a Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, that's a blowout. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's not a close game at all last mm-hmm. week. I think I just think that Jimmy G, by his play alone kept Dallas in that game and, and, and give credit to the Dallas defense. But if you have a top tier quarterback, but I'm just saying, man, I, I know but if there's a top tier quarterback, man, that's a blowout last week. That's not, right. that's not 23, seven at halftime. That's, that's probably, you know, game over at halftime and we got mm-hmm. backups in the second half. So right. um, that that's, that's just where I'm thinking at right there. And I will say, I do think that Jimmy G will probably do enough to keep the game close but damn it, they, San Francisco has already been burnt by Aaron Rodgers once this year in the regular season. That that and that was in San Fran. So now you got the advantage in Green Bay, home field. You got your home crowd. They're going to give you the opportunity to operate under you know 
more more uh, comfortable conditions. It's hard, hard, hard press to say that Jimmy G is going to outdo Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I just can't see it. It's more the run game and defense outdoing Aaron Rodgers. You know, we always say run game and defense travel. Mm -hmm. uh, I know they always put the quarterback match up together, but I can't. Uh, I can't see Jimmy outplaying Aaron. I could see the 49ers outplaying the Packers. You know what I mean? Like okay. Jimmy G's not going for five touchdowns and then. Oh no 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 no! Not at you all. Know, Rogers can all. do that. Yeah yeah. But run game and defense, you always have a chance, especially in January. Yeah, no, no, fair point, fair point. Um, um, because I mean, you know, that's one of our biggest philosophies around here is can your defense and your run game travel? And yeah, hey, and that's and and that's why I'm saying it's going to be a close game because of those factors. What yep. San Francisco does great, that's what's going to keep them in the game. So, um, but yeah, I I just don't see anything, um, Jimmy G wise is going to change that outcome. Um. Let's go to that next game uh, on Sunday. First game you got on Sunday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You have the Los Angeles Rams right. traveling to Tampa Bay, Florida, to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Detroit Mail, keys to victory and who you taking? It's another one like, you know what I'm saying, we uh... – you know, you got Tom Brady on bet against Tom and all this kind of mess. I like, I like, I like the Rams on this on paper. You look at the defense, you know, trying to keep Aaron Donald off of Tom Brady. We all know you pressure Tom Brady. Hey, you got a quick correction. Go ahead. This game is 630. This game isn't the three o'clock game. This is 630 Sunday. Oh, 630. Okay. Okay. No, it's three o'clock. It's three o'clock. NFL uh, Network is saying six thirty right now on the bottom. Where the fell fucking wrong? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. Well, <laughs> are they really? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Saying Bills and Chiefs, CBS Sunday at three, and Rams at six thirty. What you What you looking at? Yahoo. No, I'm looking at ESPN unless they made a huge change because even the tickets I got say 5.30 Central Time. So well, you make sure you get there early just in case. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be out there early tailgating regardless. So, so yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I think that pass rush, you know, it can disrupt Brady and his timing and neutralize um, Gronk. I think the Rams can win this game. And Stafford just don't, just don't throw them errant throws. You know, I think I think they can win this game. Tampa Bay on the other end, you know, Tom Brady just gotta be Tom Brady. Pass rush um with um you know, Paul Adama Kasu, Vita Vea, you know, they got a nice pass Shaq rush. Barrett. Yeah, Shaq Barrett. You know, they got a nice front four where they can put pressure that front four and drop the rest of their um linebackers in in, in the coverage. That's gonna be hard for Stafford to make sure he make the right read. So, mm. having said all that, I'm going Los Angeles. Okay. Even though I don't want them to win, because the more they win, the more I draft pick go further down. Okay. Okay. Big homie Nick. I just think there's too much missing in Tampa. 
You know, I, I think Ramsey goes with Evans. Mm-hmm. And now you don't have Godwin to fall back on and throw it to him 15 times. You know, you Good don't point. have AB who you've been reliable with. Yeah, you got Gronk. Uh, Fournette almost got activated last week, but I think we said Monday that Tampa was kind of like, all right, we can win this game without him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernard has been a nice little fill-in player. Mm-hmm. But Fournette is, is a good option for Brady. Yeah, Scotty. I just I can't I can't you know fuck him because all I needed him was <laughs> I needed him to get one more yard passing and I would have won like a six tier bet. <laughs> uh, fuck. I know it's tough, right? Go ahead and go tell. I want to use my jinx, so I'm going to use my jinx here. I always got one good jinx in me, and I'm going to play it right now, and I'm going to take Tampa in the hopes that they lose. (laughs) But you want it noted that you want the Rams, though. I am rooting so hard for them. I'm rooting for the Rams like they're the Jets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm going to use my jinx card. I'm I'm going to pull it out the sleeve right now and play it. Yeah, and 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 uh, Matt got a good point. Uh, online, the center Jensen is hurt, as is worse the, the right tackle. That's right. I forgot about that. Good luck with Aaron. Which is why I'm going the Rams because a center who's not 100 percent trying to block, like you said, Aaron Donald. Good luck with that. Um, so um, they're definitely going to be doubling Aaron, and so this is a Leonard Floyd and a a, a Von Miller game that they those two they have. To get home, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and not only that, their corners they got to find a way to slow down the receiving core because we all know that Brady likes to get the football out of his hands quick, under two seconds. Two seconds, more than likely, the ball is gone. So you got to slow down that 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 timing of the route, and you got to get home with those front four. It, and I'm. If they don't do that, Tampa Bay is going to run all over the place mm-hmm. with that offense. Um, but I'm also looking at Matthew Stafford. And so what Matthew Stafford did last week, he only threw 17 times. That's it. 202 yards and two TDs. Efficient, but they didn't ask him to do a lot because you know what? The Rams got back to playing balance in football last week. And Arizona's good, good defense. So the team ran for 140 yards, 38 attempts. So they made it. Defensive touchdown, too, which helped yeah. them out. Right? The Rams made sure that even if they didn't run for 250, 300 yards, they still made sure they ran the ball. They ran it. It didn't and matter. Shout out to Cam Akers for yes, coming back. Yes, you took shout it right out. out of my mouth. Big that, shout out. Respect. That man had an Achilles injury in June and it's back in January playing for right. July. Yeah. July 17th, I think it was. So less than six months. 17 carries last week. That's what they were missing all year, man. Shouts out to that man. And him, that so that combination with him and Shoney Michelle, they're obviously going to run the ball. And then, hey, whether you like uh, OBJ or not, he he did uh, what he was asked to do. He didn't have a big game, but – you know, um, he he four four catches on all four targets, a touchdown, fifty four yards. Even threw even threw a ball. You know, he went uh, one for one for a forty yard completion. You know, so you start. McVay his- needs this game. Oh, McVay yes. needs it big time. He needs this game because he has not had a good coaching playoff game in a while. 
and um I, I just think the Rams just just overall right now just a better team the more healthier obviously uh, uh, and, and here's the thing and this is why it's important for that front four of the Rams to get home because the Rams secondary is beat up I mean when you got to get Eric Weddle out of retirement who ain't played in three years <laughs> your your secondary is beat up right I mean besides Jalen Ramsey good luck trying to name uh somebody in the secondary right now in in LA for the Eric Weddle <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> that man was just eating Nailed popcorn. <laughs> he was eating popcorn. Bro, I'm to me. me. I answer it. <laughs> but, uh, hey, uh, <clears throat> but here's my thing if you're the Rams, you don't want a close game because we no. all know. No. We, we all know mm-hmm. it's that Brady factor when it comes to those striped dudes in the uniform. And, and 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 you know it best, Nick. This is just going to be some that Brady factor with the guys in the, in the stripes. So beat them yeah. down. You got to beat them down on defense. Got to beat them down, down on offense, it. and you got to beat them down on special teams. You got to beat them on all three phases, and you got to. You I gotta agree. You got to you got to beat a Tom Brady team down. You don't want to leave it in the hands of the stripes. I'm telling you. So, I say I just say Rufy that Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thoughts and views of Detroit <laughs> Keys of victory, no, sir. <laughs> this is not prison house, man. What are you doing? What... <laughs> That's not what we do around here, dog. <laughs> no, sir, sir, sir. Hey, is that sir. Lamar Tabata? Hey, oh, my God. See. <laughs> <laughs> uh you were saying, sir? You were saying. Yeah, I was saying, fuck you, man. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I, I, I can relate. I can relate. Uh, <laughs> my goodness. This guy Yo, over here. I just checked Bleacher Report real quick and it is uh-huh. saying your game is later, but NFL network has been scrolling it as the times are flipped. So I mean, you know, either way, I'm a, I'm gonna be at the game and, and having a ball. Oh fuck yeah! Um, I don't care. Oh, yeah. I need some I need some video sent from the parking lot. That's right. Oh, do oh, some I, I, IOW video. Oh dog! Yeah, I, we need- I, I got y'all. We'll we'll do some. Uh, I'll do some quick little interviews with uh some Bills fans. As a matter of fact, if, if there's some Bills mafia out there, see if I could tell they with well, somebody nice. else. Yo, I'm put nice. wifey through a table. Yeah, don't do that, bro. Um, I, I, mean, I kind of keep that kind of stuff at home. Well, well, not only that, but uh, you know, I... <laughs> don't do it in the parking lot with cameras everywhere. Yeah, I, at home know, she could always say she fell. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I got no alibi. If right. I'm, you know, in the parking lot, you know, a whole bunch of witnesses and shit. So. Um, yeah, and, and I, I like I like to avoid uh, <laughs> Rufy her henny. <laughs> See, Matt, don't join in this foolishness, man. Matt, don't join in this foolishness between these. Yeah, two don't because we man. know Mel's got Rufy's at the studio. <laughs> Handful. <laughs> got Rufy's in one drawer. Mel does this and to plan himself the other. he goes out. Hey, hey. See I, got, I got rupees in one drawer and plan B in the other. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, 
Let's be real, though, Mel. With you, the roofie is never plan B. <laughs> <laughs> that was Thank plan you. A. That was always Thank plan you. A. <laughs> I deserve a bow after that one. Wow. This show is getting off the rails. So with that, man. <laughs> uh, come on, Matt. See, Matt, don't, don't egg that motherfucker on. He don't need no egging on at all. Um, oh, but no, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's get to this last game so we can get up out of here before we get canceled on this bitch. Um, um, of course, uh, we got Buffalo Bills traveling to Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, this game of the week. Of course, uh, you know, like I announced earlier, me, me and wife are going to be there. We're going to have a ball. Um, hopefully, I come home uh, happy, smiling, and uh, with a victory. So, I'm definitely going to Kansas City. But here's my thing. They got to find a way not to recreate what happened in week five, as in they got to slow down. Um, obviously, you got to slow down Stefan Diggs. That's a no-brainer. Right. Um, but, you know, you can't sleep on Dawson Knox, who is a good-ass tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you get to uh, Josh Allen, and this is a game that I'm looking for our pass rush to get at. If you get to Josh Allen, you got to gang tackle him. You got to gang tackle him. Because right. um, he, he could break through one or two tackles. By himself because he's that big. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you get to Josh Allen, you got to take him down. If you don't take him down, tackle the ball, get the ball out of his hands. Right. Um, um, because Josh Allen um, is starting to become one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league because he has the arm talent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his accuracy has been getting better, you know. Um, but the thing is, he's such a threat in the running game. You know, he he's 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 fashioning Cam Newton, same size as Cam Newton, but he has better R talent than Cam Newton. And so mm-hmm. he's he's such a dangerous quarterback. Cam Newton's so, name so now you need to reverse that what you used to say. You used to say that Cam Newton Cam Newton is the white Josh Allen. No, Cam Newton I mean, the black, is the black Josh Allen. Right, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, you used to always you used to say it reverse though now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, used so to say it reverse. Switch it. You used to switch but, it. But 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 I gotta give Josh Allen his credit. I'm not gonna disrespect him and compare him to Cam Newton because he's so you're not even making that comparison no more at all, huh? Well, no, no, no. Comparison in size. The, com- okay. the size comparison comparison will always be there. I but they they got they both have similar traits where they're a threat in the running game. Um, they're, they're both the size of a diff- defensive end playing quarterback. But the only thing is the advantage of where Josh Allen is better. He has mm-hmm. a better arm, better arm talent, right. and more accurate than Cam. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's undebatable. You can't and debate he, and that. He's, and he's still playing. And he's still him. playing. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still on the team. Right. Um, but Josh Allen is literally to me the X factor. I wherever agree. wherever Buffalo goes is where Josh Allen takes them. And don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, Buffalo's defense is outstanding. They are. Mm-hmm. But damn better it, improvement. Josh Allen is the key to this game. So the Chiefs need to stop him. And the Chiefs got to figure out to on offense. And I know Mahomes and them, hey, they need to do um, the death of a thousand cuts. Let's not try to. I'm serious. Let's not do the home run shit. We don't need mm-hmm. the, we don't need you scoring in a minute. I need you to to eat that clock. Keep 17 in Buffalo on the sideline. Keep them on the sideline. So um, I'm going Kansas City with that. Detroit Mail. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go say one, one thing. Keep, I'm gonna keep it short. The key to this game is Mahomes, and and that's in both ways. 
one way Mahomes needs to play a nice, clean game. You know, if he plays like he did in the last game, I think Buffalo going to win this game. Talking about that slow start in that first quarter that slow and a half? start, going to pick. So I think the way Buffalo's playing now, I think they're going to take advantage of that and score and then get up on Kansas City quick. Mm-hmm. And they're going to just grind down Kansas City. So that's why I say the key is Mahomes. Mahomes playing a Mahomes, a Super Bowl run Mahomes game, um, kind of game. Don't play this hero ball, you know. And, and, and what I mean by that, it's okay sometimes because sometimes it works. You know, sometimes it works in the, in the situation he's in. But sometimes he has to know, just throw it away. Mm-hmm. You know, just throw it away because I think Buffalo – is hungry this time. They looking for, you know, it's one of they looking for revenge from the NFC championship. I mean AFC championship. They looking at we on a we on we on this momentum. This is our year. All this stuff is going through their head. So they hungry. Mm-hmm. They look they they you're smarter. They they've improved on defense. Yeah. They run a game is starting to click. So Kansas City can't afford to let them be hang around by making mistakes and all that, they need to go ahead and you know when they had the opportunity, put them away. Yeah. So I think Mahomes is going to be the, the key to this game. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, who are you taking? I'm taking Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo is essentially favored in this game. You get three when you're at home. Buffalo is only getting one and a half. So basically, they're saying that Vegas likes. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, Buffalo, the hot take now. Buffalo's been on a revenge tour, man. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm watching right now NFL Network. The whole time I've been turning my head, it's it was the AFC Championship last year with Kansas City and Buffalo, which they won 38-24. The right. Chiefs did. Buffalo, I've said it all year, is built to beat Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They built it with the pass rushers. They built it with a good opportunistic secondary. Uh, this game, I'll, I'll save the, the the gambling talk for the, the money line. Um, I, I like fuck. I don't know, man. You could ask me twenty it's times hard. between it's now hard. and kickoff, and I might change it every time. Mm-hmm. Right now, today, at this moment. Give me Buffalo because they're riding that wave. They clicked last week. They looked phenomenal against a top defense. A defense is certainly better than the Chiefs. And they fucking steamrolled their nemesis. Mm-hmm. Now, you ask me 10 minutes from now, I might say, oh, they shot their load because they beat Belichick. And they ain't got nothing left. <laughs> right. But I think this team has been circling this game. And the wagons. There you go. Little pun. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, Chris Berman. I think that they've been this has been the game they've wanted all year. Right. Oh yeah. And I'm sure they would have much rather liked it at home. Um but if the weekend goes the way I think, Buffalo will have the AFC championship at home against Cincinnati. Hmm. Okay. So Kansas City's certainly capable of winning this game by two touchdowns. Um, as is Buffalo. Like I said, you asked me 10 minutes from now, I might find logic to go the other way. 
but I, I think the Bills had a lot of controversy. Not controversy, but um, they had a lot of uh, turmoil this year. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of inconsistency. Mm-hmm. But they're playing some great football at, at the right time. Yeah, they are. And, and, and not that Kansas City isn't. And it's not I'm knocking Kansas City or, or right. shitting on them. I just sometimes you look at a team and you're like, this might be the year they finally get over to hump. And Kansas City has been their nemesis. I think they've knocked them out of the playoffs the last two years. Mm-hmm. Look, this is this is this is this is really like Matt said. It's a pick'em. It, it can it, it is. can it can literally go either way. Um, obviously, because of who I who I affiliate with as a fan, I'm a, I'm a definitely rock with them. But I'm 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 looking at this like I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm gonna go into that stadium excited, but I'm still nervous as hell. Yeah, um, right, you, right. You, you there's there's no guarantee of anything. Only thing that's guaranteed is there's going to be a game. There's going to be Buffalo. There's going to be Kansas. City. That's the only guarantee in this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other than that, until the kickoff starts, everything else is up in the damn air. So, um, right, right. Are you right. stopping in Nashville again? Like the last time you went? Are you going no, no, to the no, no. game Saturday? <laughs> no, no. We're not driving. No, we're not driving. We're actually flying because it's just going to be me and her. We're leaving the kids. I leaving with my mom and sister. So. Oh, okay. Um, nah, it, it, this was like literally a spoiler of the moment type shit because she really wanted to go so bad. So I'm like, that's oh. awesome. That's good. I'm not going to say man. no. It's a lot easier when she's man. willing and you don't have to like beg her right. to go because then it's going to be like sitting like this the whole time. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. That's no, good no, shit, she, man. No, right. she's probably going to be more fanatic than I am. Well, no, at least the same level as me because um, I. It's, but I'm hey I'm I'm not gonna lie I'm a, I'm gonna probably drink enough coffee to make sure I get all the bubble guts out of me before I get to the stadium because I might shit myself how nervous I am because this, <laughs> no I'm being serious I've like been there. this this is literally a game that like you know that you have no clue how it's gonna go and, and honestly mm-hmm. there's there's to me this is this is the game that's probably gonna be the one position game that might come down to who has the ball ass. Right, right. You know what I'm Let's saying? Let's do score predictions on this game. 34-31, Chiefs. Hmm. Yeah. 38-26, Buffalo. Yeah. I missed the beginning. Oh, 38-26, Buffalo. Damn, 12 points? Yeah. Damn. I'm going 38-34, Buffalo. That's more like it. Besides the Buffalo part, but 38-34 is more closer to what I, I was going 34-31, and you fucking said it. Well, you can still go 34-31, but I mean, you I just go on opposite teams. No, the price is right. One dollar, one dollar. <laughs> but no, folks. Uh, uh, Before we get out, let's, let's hit that Michigan tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we'll go ahead. Lead the way, uh, uh, Mel. I know, I know that's your, that's your squad and that's your, that's your university that you love to follow. Um, How did this happen eight months ago? Yeah, yeah, I heard about it, but it's kind of like yeah, but, it but, but it's, it's, the rug it's, so it's much. resurfacing again. And so, resurfacing. because so, what happened was uh, it was like uh, uh, say seven hundred people at first. Now they time it's over nine hundred fifty people as of today. So, so numbers keep adding to that. Anderson numbers guy? keep adding to it. So basically, you know, you have Anderson, Dr. Anderson, who was the physician um, at, the, at the university. And what was he? What was his role? He was the, um, the doctor, you know, the um, lead university physician. physician. University physician, right. And 
not only did he like do the um university's team, he did the young Wolverines. So not like like the little um what's called little league squad, plus some some high school squads that's in the Ann Arbor area. So he did a lot of different, you know, age level of kids. And they said allegedly he would go he would um bring you know bring them in for examinations. And basically follow them and stick his finger in their butt. Mm. And but the crazy thing is, for me, is that not only when it's brought to both Schumacher's attention, his son was the one who brought it to his attention because it happened to his son. His son mm-hmm. told his mom. His mom said, "Well, wait till your dad get home. Tell your dad." So when Bo came home, his son told him, "Bo, said, I don't want to hear it. He ain't deal with it." And so it kept going on. So his son. Had to go back to him again. It happened to him again. So the mom went over Bo's head. They fired the doctor. Bo gets him reinstated. Oh, I didn't know that about this. Story. Yeah. So Bo gets him reinstated. So now that he's on there, and every and if the and then you start reading about the reports, it, it became a running joke that everybody knew because they were saying, "Hey, you gotta go to the doctor. You don't get anal rape." Mm-hmm. So. This how this how bad it was that everybody on the team knew. So then now my question is, if it happened from 68 into the early 2000s, they only focused on Bo, but what about Rich Rod? What about Lloyd Carr? What about Gary Moeller? Now, what about the other coaches that, Coach was there? that was there? Yeah. You know, they got to be complicit in that. And then, you know, Harbaugh played during the time he was there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got all these things that's going on. These cover of the university, brought to the university attention. They kept covering up. And so it really just speaks to how people, well, not people, just these colleges are choosing money over the well being of kids. You know, and money, you can't money. summarize this any better than that sentence you just said money mm-hmm. over morality. Right. It, 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 I mean, it, it really makes me upset. And I, I know because it's like, I understand as a, when you're a university like the Penn State, right? Yep. Ohio State, USC. I mean, you know, you can go down Michigan, the line. Michigan State had three. Michigan State Nassar. had uh, Nassar, yeah. you know, but this is even, this this incident is even bigger than Nassar's incident, man. It's where they, the way they're categorizing it. And it, it, it's, it's a black eye to the university. And university still, it's not on. They did a pop. They apologize, but they apologize for the doctor. They didn't apologize for their role in it. The hell, they apologize for the doctor for it because he's dead. You know what I'm saying? The doctor's dead, so they can just throw him out of the bus. He can't, you know, we can't even speak for himself. Then you look Everyone's at both plausible deniability, to right? Because what, what can the doctor it. say? He ain't really saying nothing because he's dead, you know. And so they're they protecting the school, they're protecting the school, which is like. I can't believe this isn't a bigger story, especially nowadays in this time and era. And then you saw how big the Jerry Sandusky thing was. Right. And and it was every network, every sports thing talked Mm -hmm. about it. Uh, Paterno's role. And he had no. Right. There's all these other coaches. And and the video, man, I can't believe the video was eight months. I'm like, oh, this is breaking news. And then you click Mm -hmm. on YouTube eight months ago. Eight yeah. months ago. Eight months ago, man. How are we hearing about this now? That's hey, a, that's a bigger cover up. Here's a crazy thing, man. And I, somebody brought this up. <clears throat> so even when he was going for like, say they're going for a cold, he still was like checking their 
they they um genitals in, in a behind. Why? You know, he's a sick they, bastard. You know what I'm saying? And then people say, Well, why you oh, you know, you 18. Um, you know, why you didn't just, you know, walk away. But my thing is, there's so much Bo can pull your scholarship. You know, he, he can bad mouth you and say, Oh, this guy is a um you bad know, he's teammate. a he's a bad teammate. Bad so now player, you can't you can't go this, anywhere else. Yeah. You can't go anywhere else and play because at that time Bo Schimbacker was such a big name. For lack of a better phrase, and God forgive me, it's like you feel the university's got you by the balls. Right. And right. I'm not saying that yeah. as a joke, but you, right. you, you feel that like are we have you feel that you and it sucks that kids have to feel this way or mm-hmm. felt this way in the yeah. past, that you have to feel that like that needs to happen to you because you don't wanna make waves. You gotta you go along and get along. Lose a scholarship or right. Uh, that's it, it's it's a yeah. tough decision, man. I, and I, I that's why I said whatever decision anyone makes in that situation, I don't knock them for either way. If you just yeah. have to stand up and I, fight it, or if you say, "I, hey, man, I, 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 I take the the route of I'm not going to say nothing because I want to go to the next level." And, and I hear you on that, but I, I, I want to touch on the part where if there's somebody that reports it. I think there, there, it needs to be handled right then and there right. and be taken serious. Right. Um, because if this is going on for almost 40 years mm-hmm. with this Anderson doctor, right. it, if it, if something has, somebody has said something just one time at the beginning of the situation, maybe it doesn't even continue but for Lamar, another 39 they, they years. They were saying I, something. The universities I, was no, coming no, no, up. No, no, I, I hear you. I'm saying it needs to be taken serious once it's reported. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. It, it needs to be a thorough investigation. It needs mm-hmm. to be taken with serious concern mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm of the belief that people don't report that shit for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. You know, that's because that's not putting them in a comfortable situation. Who wants mm-hmm. to be sitting there admitting that this guy just fondled me as an 18-year-old man? Nobody wants to sit there and feel like that's comfortable. I'm saying is, once it's reported, it needs to be handled immediately. I agree. So I agree. I, the university dropped the ball. They dropped the yes. ball. And, yes. and, and why right nobody's picking it out protesting the university? Protest everything else. Yeah, I yeah. Harbaugh is rumored to have uh, be the lead guy for the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, I saw that. And then if he goes Harbaugh's to take garbage. that, there'll be huge coverage about that. Mm-hmm. But there ain't no fucking, there's no smoke about this, which is right. bullshit. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. Um, I hate ending the show on a down note. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. Well, um, here's, um, here's something I could tell you. I was at Walmart the other day. This lady, she, she got out the car. She had this mid-dress shirt on. Her stomach looked like a balled-up T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> How's that on a high note? <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me the shirt was really long, but it turned up into a, a belly shirt. No. <laughs> her shirt was up here. Her stomach was like somebody took a t-shirt and ball that bug. <laughs> I can't. I can't. No, you got a good point, Matt. It makes you wonder how many more universities are covering this type of shit up. It, it does. Right. It, um, I mean, uh, you know, as as us who are parents, you know, um, you know, a couple of your kids are are at the college age, male or beyond it. Um, You know, Nick, yours are coming up to college level. Mine's are not even close. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it it, it makes you wonder as a parent before I send my kid off to this university, are they safe? 
that yes. makes you wonder. It, it, it does. And, and you know, uh, man, it's 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 a fucked up world out here. And I wouldn't uh, be on the show anymore. I'd be in jail. Oh, it, it, man, bro, we, we we be right beside I would you. Be in jail. <laughs> I would live feed it. I would have someone record it and anyone ever touch my kids. I would live feed the murder. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, uh, you know, leave any traces that I did it, but I would make no, sure I, I handle it. I want everyone to want to know. I would want everyone to know why. <laughs> yeah, I would beat on, the pedophile out of them. On, on some, oh, wow. Oh, you want some Liam Neeson taking shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, dog. Hey, yeah. you would never get no kickback from me on, on, on handling that situation. You as take a my child's innocence, I take your life. That's a fair trade. Yeah, yeah. It sounds pretty even to me. Yeah, sounds pretty even to me. But look, um, everybody out there in IOW world, man, uh, go go uh, go go love on your peoples, hug them, tell them that you love them, care about them, because it's still a fucked up world out here. Right. And and, and not just COVID. We're still dealing mm-hmm. with some fucked up people out here. Right. Um, but other than that, go enjoy a, a, a great, great sports weekend in NFL. Um, there's some NBA basketball uh, still being played. Uh, uh, Sounds like uh, your boy uh, uh, Frank Vogel's on the hot seat down there in LA uh, mm-hmm. with that sorry ass team. So uh, probably uh, LeBron know. need to be on the hot seat. Hey, hey I'm a Lakers fan. Believe trading for us hasn't worked out. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm so shocked. I'm so shocked. I'm shocked. Mello and Russ on the same team is introducing a title. The Wizards finesse them. Hey, hey. Look at the Wizards. They're actually looking pretty damn good. Saying, without Russ. The, wi- the, Wizard for, the Wizard finessed the Lakers. No, the Lakers were stupid to make a trade. They, they didn't like, oh, oh, you want Russ? They were oh, stupid. okay. <laughs> finesse. Uh, yeah. The Lakers finesse. were like, we don't need these two youths. <laughs> to what? Youths. Two youths. Uh, what, what's a youth? <laughs> um, of course, there's some college basketball going uh, mm-hmm. going on. Uh, I, I know you love this. Uh, Nick Duke went down to Florida State the other day. Uh, I love that, too. You know why? Yeah. Me, me and Nikki do the uh, – have you ever done the, the streak on ESPN where you just pick the winners? Uh-uh. It's it's a free thing. You just pick the winners and try to get the longest streak of the month and, like, the longest winner or the mm. one with the most wins and the one with the longest win streak of the month gets, like, mm. a free prize. Uh, okay. So me and Nick are always picking our streak. I was at, like, 15 wins, which is really good. Yeah. And I took Duke at home against unranked Florida State, and I lost. And Nick is laughing at me. He goes, I took them too. I go, you know what? I will sign up time and time again for duke to lose yeah. rather than worry about winning something if i can oh, yeah. pick duke if i like i use my jinx card on duke i yeah. pulled it out the sleeve <laughs> using it on campus <laughs> the jinx yeah, arizona is wildcats me, man. You, you're right yeah. man uh, um, um so uh keep your eyes out yeah man, arizona's nice yeah um shout like out to said, uh, the gang cox the women gang cox yeah yeah um um they uh man don stanley right? got yeah mm-hmm. yeah Don Staley got them girls got them playing girls ball. Playing. Yeah, right. they playing some damn good. They, they the next UConn. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Who, yes. Who are the big ones? UConn, Baylor, South Carolina are like the mm-hmm. big women's programs. I right think now. Notre Dame was up there too. Um, yeah, Notre Dame. Um, unfortunately, Tennessee has kind of fallen off since the uh, unfortunate past in the past summit. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, still, still UConn, still a powerhouse. Baylor. Um, but Kim Bulky went to LSU, so I, I haven't been able to keep an eye on at that LSU women's program is is as dominant as 
they were when she was with Baylor. But um, mm-hmm. definitely South Carolina, uh, Mississippi State. They, they got they get, there's a couple of teams that starting to starting to uh, give Gino Oriema some some competition on the recruiting right. front. Yeah, Stanford. You're right. You're right, Matt. Yeah, Stanford, Stanford. That's what I forgot about Stanford. Yeah, yes, Stanford. Yes, yes. You're 100 yeah. right about that. Um, of yeah, course, been relevant since Andrew Luck left. <laughs> Man, why he looks so sick, man? What's up, man? Andrew Luck? <laughs> what? Yo, he looks skinny. He, he looks he look like he skinny. been. Um, Did you see him like at the national like... championship game? Oh, he looked like uh, <laughs> he's been spending time in New Mexico at Breaking Bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For real, Andrew Luck looks bad. He man. is very <laughs> smart. Who knows, man? Maybe he's living in North <laughs> Vega. Right. Where's our boy Heisenberg tonight? <laughs> um, so, yeah, college basketball, women's and men's. Keep your eyes peeled for that. There's some good matchups this weekend. Of course, NFL playoffs. Um, NHL. And then, hey, yeah, NHL is still going on. And then always keep your ears to the streets about these, these coaching hires. Not one coach has filled the job yet in all these vacancies yet. So definitely keep your eyes peeled for that. Other than that, y'all come back and come chop it up with the IOW Sports Crew on Monday for episode 123 on behalf of the Wildcard Mar, the homie Big Nick Shine, and Detroit Mail. We are out of here till Monday. Have a good trip, brother. Peace. Oh, most deaf, most deaf.